MMR's President Seed Podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show Podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's News Update with Kathy Romano. Today is Friday, June 2nd. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. There was an event marketed in multiple cities across the country in 2020 that was postponed because of the pandemic. The Grand White Dinner's new date for 2023 appeared to be scheduled on the event's webpage for this past weekend. But there was no party, and so far there is no response or refunds from the organizers. 6ABC reported that some people bought as many as 10 to 15 tickets. One person says she's out $695. The Grand White Dinner ticket prices were about $55 a seat and up. Uh, the event was first scheduled for May of 2020 after being canceled in 2020. 2021, I know, in 2022, the Grand White Dinner was posted. Uh, they posted a new date on its website for Saturday, May 27th, 2023. Do you have it, any idea? I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah. Do you have any idea what the, is this like Dinner on Blanc? Yes, is it, it is. Okay, correct. Right, got it. It appeared to be similar to the well-known Dinner on Blanc where uh, you wear white and the location is held secret until just hours prior to the event. Well, I'm in. That's a, that's a rip-off. It's I a mean, complete a, rip-off. If you're going to do... Well, it's a rip-off we'll because they didn't even have the event. Well, I know. It's <laughs> literally, yeah. quite yeah. literally a rip-off. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, you're, you're completely stealing the exact same thing. <laughs> okay, interesting. Um, but those who had tickets, check the website for updates all weekend. So, you know, it's like, okay, it's being held secret, and so everyone was checking and nothing. nothing. Yeah, oh, nothing. Scam. Damage. I, I mean, and it's... All it, that... Food that nobody has going away. <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's up on their website. The date was on there and everything. Uh, oh, they've, they've, they've stocked photos and all that stuff? photos, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. Uh, so now the consumers want their money back, obviously. Some say that they've tried calling and texting, but they have not heard anything. 6ABC also reached out, uh, and no one from the company got back to them either. Meanwhile, the Grand White Dinner webpage still has a COVID-19 notice posting, reading that the dinner is postponed until event <laughs> bans are lifted by the state government. Right. The website says that there will be no... No refund, that they, but that they will offer you an opportunity to go to a different location where an event is being held. But as far as anyone knows, the event hasn't happened in any city. It says delayed due to the Spanish flu, Kathy. So they're trying to milk this for all they can get. The city of Philadelphia says the uh, Office of Special Events is not aware of any application or permits for the event. The Grand White Dinner says tickets are covered by ticket insurance and that consumers should reach out to its insurance company for a full refund. But you can imagine how that went. The insurance company says they never had any relationship with the Grand White Dinner. And the the, use uh, of its name is misleading and incorrect. What does the Division of Pompous Dinner Events say? (laughs) (laughs) Right? Uh, Marissa just gave you a thumbs down. Uh, the Pennsylvania Attorney General tells consumers to file complaints with its office. And a reminder, when making big purchases of any kind, including tickets like this, you use a credit card since it provides more protection. Dozens of Philadelphia schools that aren't equipped with air conditioning or have ina- inadequate units will dismiss early today. Schools will let out two hours early due to forecast extreme heat. I have an inadequate unit. <laughs> Can I get the day off? I, why don't they just do what they did in my school? You take a fan and you yeah. face it out towards the I, hallway. When yeah. I heard this, I was like, wait, I, I did like a double take. I was like, wait, they're letting kids out early Kathy, already? I clearly yeah. remember days in school where you oh, were sweating so your 
ass off. So hot. Yeah, my, yeah and then the, the whole fan thing. Yeah. And I was like, well, no, don't do that. You got to point it out. You make, it gets it, like, hot air out and everyone's <laughs> still dying. Just point it in. Give they, us a breeze. Not only, so it was in my seventh and eighth grade year, I was in the basement, so we barely had windows, right? <laughs> so you couldn't even open windows. Uh, and they would do that with the fan out. And then... Did they do this with you guys? Like, they would take you to the water fountain as a class, oh, yeah. and then the teacher would go, one, one two, two, three. Now, I'm like, you mother. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I'm taking four. That was, yeah. your, that was your treat. We had two rooms, Casey, in our in our high school that had air conditioning. It was the library the and, li- the ner- and the nurse's office. office. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. yeah, and every now and then. Those I were- would actually cut myself to go <laughs> yeah, down. Yeah, right, yeah. I'm bleeding out. But, um, uh, the principal's office in our school had it, it also, but that yeah, like if you had library in that week or that day, you were like, yes. Did any of the schools in the area have snow days this year? Because maybe no. they're like no. had these stockpiled and there was a couple that uh, preemptively be- there was maybe some weather coming in and they called a snow day and then okay. nothing came. I was actually just having a conversation with the mom, okay. uh, so they they had one snow day, but there was no snow. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so uh, dozens of of these schools are, and there's only there's 90 of them. So it's not the entire Philadelphia school public schools. It's the 90 that don't have air conditioning or <laughs> the units are not working right. or whatever it might be. So temperatures in Philadelphia are slated to exceed 90 degrees on Friday with uninterrupted sunshine that could make temperatures feel even warmer. The district warned that excessive heat can cause heat related illness. They advise students during the upcoming summer months to stay hydrated and dress in light colored clothes. I'll tell you what I think they're going crazy with <clears throat> excuse me is the air quality warnings. I'm yeah. getting those right and left. Oh yeah. wait. So, yeah. so okay. Uh, yes I was getting those as well and uh, uh, my brother told me that my mom called him was like, you shouldn't take the babies out today. And he oh was God. like, why? And she was like, the air quality. He was like, I'm pretty sure. like It's for like really old people. Yeah, like, he's yeah. like, I think we're going to be okay. I'm not like going to leave them outside all day and bake in the You're going to kill them. Is she worse as a grandma than she was as a mom as far as like her being... Um... Um, Protective? No, it, it's the same. It's just she okay. knows which child she can say something to. Okay. She can say stuff to me and my younger brother. The middle brother's like, mm? uh, She's like, oh, okay. Yeah, that sounds good. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> yeah. Technical troubles caused major problems for Spirit Airlines on Thursday. Computer issues impacted the company's website, app, and airport kiosks. The issued delayed flights across they issued uh, delayed flights across the country, including the Philadelphia International Air- Airport. Uh, flights were delayed multiple times, according to Flightware. Fifty percent of Spirit Airlines uh, were delayed. The initial they initially blamed the delays on technical issues. Later, the airline came out and said it was a network problem. Luckily, some passengers were notified hours before they were. Were supposed to arrive at the airport, so they weren't actually stuck at the airport, but there were others that were. Uh, Spirit issued a statement saying, we have resolved a network issue between third-party services that affected our website, mobile app, and some internal applications. We apologize for any delays and inconvenience, and we're now working our way back to normal operations after people miss their vacations. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hard in sports this morning. The Phillies lost again, falling 4-2 to the Mets yesterday afternoon in Queens. What the f*** 
fuck is this? Wow. Mark Canna hit a go-ahead two-run home run. Max Scherzer settled down after a shaky first inning to win his third straight decision, and the Mets the completed the three-game sweep. New York trailed 2-0 before Jeff McNeil hit an RBI single in the third, and Canna homered in the fourth again against Taiwan Walker. The Phils are on the road this weekend with a series in Washington against the Nationals. Zach Wheeler will get the start tonight. The first pitch is scheduled for 7.05. At the NBA Finals, the Nuggets beat the Miami Heat 104-93 last night in Denver. Nikola Jokic had a triple-double in his finals debut, and Jamal Murray scored 26 points as the Nuggets took Game 1. Game 2 is Sunday night at 8 o'clock. During yesterday's introductory news conference, new Sixers coach Nick Nurse said, uh, was asked about the status of pending free agent James Harden and now uh, how he'd sell the star guard on playing for him next season. Nurse said, winning has to be the sell, right? Can we be good enough to win it all? That's got to be the goal of his, and if it is, he should stay here and play for us because I think that's a possibility. Uh, Nurse was hired by the Sixers after a five-year run with the Toronto Raptors. He already spoke to Harden and plans to meet with him as well as every other player on the roster, including Joel Embiid. The Stanley Cup Finals begin tomorrow night in Las Vegas. The Golden Knights will host the Florida Panthers at 8 o'clock, and the Union will take their eight-game unbeaten streak into Subaru Park tomorrow night when they host CF Montreal. The match will begin at 7.30. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thanks, Kath. Friday has arrived. means a lot of things. We give away our Word of the Week prize uh, pack today. It's a Omaha Steaks uh, Dad's Want Steak package, so we'll do that at the end of the show today. We have a few guests on the program. Uh, we will talk to our uh, former intern, Pituation, yes. this morning. Yeah. The pitch is... <laughs> One more time. The pitch is stopping by today because he has a charity event that he plugs every year, and we're more than happy to have him uh, come in and say hey you yeah. know, uh, to us. Hey, yeah. You remember that? He says, hey. Hey! You remember that time you were just about to start a live commercial, and I did this thing because he would oh. mimic you? Oh, my And God. he didn't, like, yeah, 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 not yeah. like... He didn't know that this was like his tendency to like do whatever you were doing. Yeah, like physically. He, yeah, if, yeah. if you like yeah. wave to him, he would wave back. Yeah. He, would, he would do the, do you the know, same exact the same thing. movements. And yes. I had noticed this about him, and then I said something to you guys like <laughs> off air about it, and and I was like, just watch. And so I started doing this stupid dance, and he did it, and he did it, and Preston saw it, and then Preston was just about to start a live commercial, uh-huh. and he couldn't get his stuff together. I, I, I think I had to bail <laughs> on the live commercial. Yeah. Because yeah. I couldn't do it anymore. <laughs> just, we have that somewhere. Oh, Marissa's going to have to fish that oh up. So I, that was that was wonderful. <laughs> it was absolutely wonderful. It's, it's impossible not to love that guy. Yeah. He's, so he's, uh, he's the best. Pitch is going to be here. By the way, I met uh, this morning uh, our former intern Shannon stopped by and introduced herself to oh. me. <laughs> In the office, we were talking about her yesterday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And she's like, I'm Shannon, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) Nice to meet you. Yeah. But it was 2019, I think, when she was an intern. And so it had been a while. But um, listen, a lot of people get processed through here. Oh, most definitely. So, anyhow, it was was funny. Uh, So, uh, otherwise, we have a couple other guests on the program. Uh, An actor by the name of Justin Collette will be on the program. Uh, Justin is the title role of Beetlejuice at the Academy of Music. Casey just went to go see it. He was raving about it. He's and great. so uh, we've invited him by. He's going to be performing until the 11th. That's when the show goes cool. on. Until. Uh, so we'll talk to him later on today. And Kevin James is going to be on the show. 
Uh, he's going to be performing at the Academy of Music, which is where Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice is uh, showing right now. Uh, but he's going to be there on June 16th. We're going to check in with him in advance of that. So it'll be nice talking to Kevin. We have, it's been a little while since we've chatted. Yeah. What a, I loved when he was in the studio that time. Came in, could, could not have been nicer. Great guy. And he's, yep. he's what you want Kevin James to be. Oh, and it's National Donut Day hey, today. Hey. So we're going to pay tribute to donuts later on in the Connoisseur segment uh, with nothing but uh, movie donut clips. Yeah. So we'll have your chance to win uh, I think some free stuff. I'm sensing the tide is turning and people might actually like the connoisseur a little bit more now. I think it's coming <laughs> yeah. around. Uh, by the way, if you stop by Dunkin' today, you can get a free classic donut of your choice with the purchase of any beverage while supplies last for National Donut Day. You know, Jace thinks that I work in the food industry because uh, every time there's something like this, we get food. And so he could hear, <laughs> I had you guys on speaker last night, and he could hear it was Dunkin' Day. And he was like, bring me home Dunkin' Donuts! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they're going to drop some off for us, so you should be able to take a little doggy bag home to them. All right, and we need to find out who the coolest teacher was. Uh, this was yesterday that we threw it out there to West Deptford High School and asked you to vote and tell us who the coolest teacher of the year is, and we have got a winner. Yeah! So we're going to make that announcement now. West Deptford High School, you have named as the coolest teacher of the year, Mr. Mike Seely. Uh, and he wears a lot of hats because he is a math and computer science teacher, but he's also in the video game design and development. Oh, wow. All right, that's pretty cool. Uh, instruction as well. So that's really awesome. Video game design and development. That dude. Never, never had that. That is so cool. Yeah. Uh, so, Mr. Seeley, congratulations to you. And we would like to award you with the coveted official Preston and Steve Coolest Teacher of the Year coffee mug and a $50 gift card from our friends at Five Below. If you know Mr. Seeley, please tell him to give us a call this morning. By the way, he's been at West Effort High School for 16 years. Wow. Uh, so we want to catch up with him. Yeah, Steve, we had uh, typing. You yeah, typing. typing. It's yeah. That's a cool That was, that was our video game. Yep. Um, so with that, with Mr. Seeley winning his award, we now need to put another school out there. In the open and let them vote. It's Nick's turn yes, to sir. choose, so he's rattling the jar. All right, press. One in aim, and we have. Ooh, we're going back to PA. Central Bucks South High School. Oh, Warrington, PA. Central Bucks South. You guys get to vote, and we're giving you till Monday. You've got the weekend to do it. So, Central Bucks South, if you are a student there, real easy. Just text the word teacher to 39333, and we'll send you that voting link. Very, very simple. Make sure you let them know. Let the staff know that uh, your school has been chosen. Get the word out and get as many people to vote as possible, and let's just give a nod to one of those hardworking teachers that's yeah, made a difference. So, uh, just if you go to Central Bucks South, text the word teacher to 39333. You get the voting link. It is that easy. Let us take a break and come back in a second and do the entertainment report thing and stupid question. We'll have it when we get back. Hang in there. Who's playing where? When? Answer your Philly concert inquiries at WMMR.com. All the shows that rock, all in one place. Just click on our always up-to-date concert calendar at WMMR.com. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. 
Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at Acme Swoopin' and Win Game.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double-hung sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. This morning, I'm going to go through a lot of shout-outs because I'm, uh, I'm, I've, I've gotten way behind on these. I apologize. So today, I settle all family business. That's right. Well, yes. Today. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, the thing that happens, though, when you do this. I get more. You get more. All right, but let me go through these. Uh, hey, Preston, this was for May 22nd. Uh, can you, uh, give my daughter who is turning 10 years old, a shard out. Her name is Charlie Doherty. Uh, you guys wish her happy birthday last year. Aww. Do it between seven thirty and eight thirty to be, uh, that'd be awesome. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't even do it on the 22nd, much <laughs> less between that, but that's, uh, between, uh, Ch- from, uh, he has a great daughter. Uh, she is to me, Chuck and her mom, Lauren. So here's a shard out. Um, then this one, and I, I, Stupid! I should have gotten this done a little while back. Um, and they wanted a double juicy shout out for my wife Kaylee, uh, who's thirty on the twenty sixth, and my second born daughter Nora, who will be five on the twenty fourth of May. You spoke out for my daughter uh, when she was born. She was born with a heart condition. She has had four open heart surgeries and wow. so far, and cerebral palsy. Uh, she is doing great now and living the best life she can. She is the strongest little girl in the world, and we love her. And to my wife, Kaylee, you are my rock. The most amazing wife there is. Thank you for being the best mom to our three girls. Happy birthday to my ladies. And that is from Jared Reinert. So here's a shard out. Uh, to you guys. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to catch up through the uh, the course of the morning. All right, stupid question time. Uh, giving away a pair of tickets for uh, Brian Adams and Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, Wednesday, June 7th, the Wells Fargo Center. The question I have for you, it's a historical question. Uh-huh. Who became Germany's leader... Upon the death of Adolf Hitler. Mm-hmm. I did not know this. 215-263-WMMR. Let's even know the answer to this. Who became Germany's leader upon the death of Adolf Hitler? May I guess? Yes. David Hasselhoff? No, but he could he do that could now. could do it. Yeah. yeah. All right, we'll go through some birthdays today, being the second day of June. It is Aquafina's birthday today. I like She's her. She's got a ton of work. I like her a yeah. lot. Uh, Very funny. She's 35 years old, uh, great and crazy rich Asians, and Sean She in the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yeah, I have to do this. Yes, she was. Uh, she's a lot of fun. I do, I do like her. I was. I didn't know, you know, because she was. She came in the world of music, and I'm yeah, like, and this yeah. gal act, and yeah, she's she's a lot of fun. So happy 35th to her. Uh, speaking of uh, other superhero movies, uh, Marina Baccarin. love her, has her birthday today. Yeah, she's in uh, uh, the uh, Deadpool films. Uh, but she's been in tons of stuff throughout the years. I was just watching. You know what movie I think is a pretty solid film uh, is Greenland. Yes. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, with the, the asteroid. Yeah. Uh, I, and she's really good in that. Um, I was just watching it day before yesterday. Uh, that that could have easily gone down a bad path, but it seemed yeah. it seemed pretty accurate, or at least they they took their time with it. Yeah. Uh, she's Gerard Butler. 
stunningly beautiful. She is 44 today. Uh, it's Justin Long's birthday today. I'm a big fan. Yeah. Um, and Galaxy Quest. Sensational. Best. One of the best performances ever. He is great also in this horror movie that I'm, I've recommended. And okay, these, Casey, you saw <laughs> yep. Barbarian. Hey, yeah. Uh-huh. It's a pretty wild movie. Um, you know, I didn't really know much going into it. I uh, I, I loved it. Yeah. He is uh, 45 today. Zachary Quinto. Uh, great, played too. Great uh, Spock in the uh, Star Trek movies. Who could have done it better? I, I mean, know. he nailed it. He was spot on. He's 40. He was Spock on. He was Spock? Yeah. yeah. 46 today. Uh, also, Nikki Cox yeah. celebrates her birthday today. Uh, What's going on with her? I don't know. She was married to Jay Moore for a while, yeah. and that went really bad. And years ago, she was with Bobcat Goldthwait, if yeah. you remember that. But she had a, I forgot what that kind of uh, married with children spinoff. It, it or, was or, horrible. Or, yeah. Happily ever after? It wasn't yeah. a spinoff. It was a, kind of a, a ripoff. Unhappily ever after. Unhappily ever after. Was horrible. she in, um... Am I wrong? Was she in that Las Vegas show? Yes, yeah, she, she was. was. Oh, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, she's 45 today. Uh, Stacy Keach, we've talked to him a couple times. He's <laughs> great. Great actor. He's 82 years old today. Wow. Cheech and Chong. Yeah. He is hilarious. He's in that first movie. Yeah. And uh, he plays the undercover cop. He's twisted. You know what? He's really just incredibly malevolent. It's a brilliant performance. American History X. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. He is he is chillingly evil. He's like the leader of that, yeah, that yeah, skinhead yeah. crew. And, but uh, seductive yeah. in the way you could see he would draw people into that. Absolutely. Uh, Dominic Cooper is an actor who plays Howard Stark in uh, the first, uh, in Captain America First Avenger and in uh, uh, Agent Carter. Yes. Uh, throughout that series. Uh, and he turns 45 years old today. Uh, Dennis Haysbert. Yes. Uh, 24. Pedro Serrano. I just yeah. watched Serrano. Heat. He's in uh, Heat yeah. as well. <laughs> you know, they bring him... Uh, not to, you know, Spoiler alert, he doesn't make it, guys. But, uh, yeah, he just kind of shows up and, you know, you feel terrible for his character. Uh, what does he do? Does he do Allstate? Allstate. Yeah, yeah, Allstate. Yeah. You know, he uh, he was a really good um, baseball player in Preston the Scene where he, you know, he can no-hit curveball, but he yeah. can fastball very well, and he ends up hitting that... that um, home run in, in the game where that gets them to the playoffs of yeah. the Yankees. Um, when he, he was not supposed to carry the bat around, but he was so excited that he made great contact with that ball because he actually crushed that pitch that came in for him that he was carrying the bat around the bases by mistake, and then he kept <laughs> doing it. So as he's running around the bases... It was a good look. It was funny, and yeah. so they kept that in the movie. But he, initially, he was supposed to drop the bat, spike it, and then run around the bases. By the way. But he was so excited by by the fact that he connected on the ball that he just held it the whole time. Would, the, would that be a... Would you be a penalized for doing that? I don't know. Carrying the bat around the That's bases? That's a good question. I don't, I don't sure. know either. I think you're supposed to drop it. But. Yeah, because you're kind of armed as you're running around the bases. Yeah. So he is 69 today. Uh, that's from 24. Uh, it is also Dana Carvey's birthday today. Oh, I love him. Uh, he's the best. And he turns 68 years old. Uh, Dana wow. Carvey does a uh, a great podcast with um, David, David Spade. Spade. Mm. Yeah, it's all it's all SNL. SNL-centric. Uh, the great Kevin uh, Feige, or Feige, however you want to pronounce his last name. Uh, he is the man behind the Marvel Universe. And uh, Nick and I were in the same room with him. <laughs> I did not even know it yeah. until later on. He had the hat on. You told me. You're like, that was Kevin Fagan. I'm like, what? Yeah, and they, we found out later <laughs> they came in and made a, like a, a decision that cost the studio $2 million or whatever it was to put a song in. Yeah. Uh, and Steve, I recommended this the other day, but on Marvel's YouTube channel, uh, Kevin Feige and John Favreau sit down and they discuss Iron Man 15 years later. Uh. It, it's a great look back on where the MCU has gone. And really, 
you know, that that could have been a failure at the beginning. And if it, it had been, you would, yeah. we would not have had that had to work. It yeah. had, and, it, and it worked in so many different ways. Uh, and, and the fact that, uh, like, for example, um, Robert Downey uh, Jr. was um, tinkering with the script, yeah. uh, you know, and, and making it his own. And it's, it's thank God, or else we would, would not have had all of this great cinematic experience. Two more quick birthdays. Uh, actor Liam uh, Cunningham, uh, he played Sir Davos in uh, Game of Thrones, The Onion Knight. Uh, and he turned 62 years old today. And then the last birthday, Jerry Mathers. Ah, oh, the beaver. The beaver from Leave it to Beaver, of course. Leave it to Beaver was a, was a funny show. And I it remember uh, watching I didn't obviously watch it when it originally aired, but in reruns, it, to me, it sort of nailed the way kids talk. It was yeah. the first sitcom I'd seen that kind of really nailed that. Jerry Mathers is 75 today. All right, we'll see if we can get an answer to a stupid question. Who became Germany's leader upon the death of Adolf Hitler? We will go to Aaron and see if we can get the answer. Hi, Aaron. Hello. All right, Aaron, who uh, took over Germany after Hitler died? Admiral Carl Donitz. Yes, you are correct. Carl Donitz. Hang on just a second. We are going to set you up, bud. You got tickets to go see Brian Adams, the So Happy It Hurts tour, with special guest Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, Wednesday, June 7th, Wells Fargo Center. Tickets are on sale now at wellsfargocenterphilly.com. You can text CONCERTS to 39333 for a link to uh, the MMR concert calendar and complete details. Before we get into the entertainment report, our coolest teachers on the line. Yep, let's talk to them. Uh, from West Deptford High School, I give you Mr. Mike Sealy hey, hey. this morning. Hey, sorry to bother you guys at work. Ah. <laughs> oh, Please, okay. you can do that now. You are the coolest teacher by far. So, Mr. Sealy, congratulations to you, first of all. Thank you. Thank you so much. Absol- thank you to all the uh, kids that voted. That's awesome. Excellent. How long have you been there? I, I think I read 16 years. You've been a, Yes, 16 uh, years. Wow. And always teaching uh, video game design as well? No, so I uh, I was a math teacher for the first eight or ten years of my career, and uh, with our science department chair, we presented starting a computer science department, and that has kind of gotten bigger and bigger over the years. We've added courses, so yes, and now we're up to a couple of different AP computer science courses, the video game design and development course. And uh, last year, we also started an esports team that I'm the head coach of. Listen, that that whole world is expanding tremendously. Like with the uh, just people, and the way it crosses over from video games to special effects and movies with the Unreal um, Engine and all of that stuff. It's it's amazing. There's just a ton of opportunities. Years ago, your parents probably would have slapped you in the face if you said you wanted to get into video games and stuff like that. But now it's a legitimate career path. Absolutely, and that's what we're fortunate enough to be doing in class right now. We've got Unreal Engine loaded up on the PCs, and the uh, kids are making their own games and designing characters, and it's absolutely a blast to teach, too. Wow, I'll awesome. Bet. Uh, by the way, uh, Mr. Sealy, somebody texted in and says, ask Mr. Sealy about his senior trip, and then it says Mickey Bar. I don't know what that means. Yeah, so I get to go on senior trip just about every year, I guess because I'm so much fun. And <laughs> one of my it. rules for senior trip is if I want a Mickey ice cream bar when we are in Disney World on senior trip, I get one every time I feel like having one with no limitation. <laughs> no wow. limitation. So yeah. We we generally keep track of how many. I think this year it was 12 in three days. <laughs> Four Mickey bars a day? Well, we, we do a dessert party where they're free, so I try and clean up during that hour. Oh, All right. God. 12 in one hour. Oh, it's astonishing. I love it, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Hey, are you are you from the area, Michael? Yeah, I live in Barrington. Okay. Oh. And grew, grew up around here? 
grew up in Collingswood. Okay, very good. And uh, that's awesome. What's uh, what's going on for the summer? A uh, lot of time with my kids. I got a six-year-old son named Mikey and a nine-year-old daughter, Emma. Mikey is very excited, although he said if he was eligible for coolest teacher, they definitely would have picked him. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. That's the best. So what, what do you, uh, why do you think you make this uh, connection? Why do you think uh, people voted for you? Are you there, Mr. Um, oh. I'm sorry. Yeah, my, my watch took over for a second. Oh. Okay, what was the question? I was curious as uh, why you think the students voted for you. Uh, you know, I really try to embrace all of the fun parts of being in high school. Uh, I do student council with Mrs. Falcone and Ms. Stetson. We do Renaissance Club as well. We're there for all the pep rallies, uh, that their sporting events, all those things, you know. Um, being in high school can be tough. You just want the kids to know that you're happy to be part of their lives yeah. and you hope they like learning stuff, but you want to be there for all the fun stuff too. That's no, yeah, video games and group aspect of it. Yeah. You're invested. So that's good. And yeah, obviously yeah. they respond. Yep. I love it. Excellent. He's engaged. All right. Uh, Michael, we are going to give you, uh, on behalf of the students, the president of Steve Cole's teacher of the year coffee mug and a $50 gift card to, uh, from our friends at, uh, five below just to enjoy your summer. All right. Awesome. Thank you, guys. You bet. Congratulations, yeah. Mr. Sealy. That's cool. I love it. You can tell he's he's connected. He I would have loved a teacher like that. All right. Central Bucks South, you guys vote now. There, uh, Central Bucks is in Warrington. If you're a student there, text word teacher 39333. We will send the link to you, and then Monday we'll find out who the winner is. All right. I got stories to get to. Um, we're going to start with Bam Margera. A uh, very weird thing happening with him. He's threatening to smoke crack until he dies. Oh or until he is allowed to see his son, Phoenix. We should have a clip of this. He made a video of this. According to TMZ, he announced that uh, Nikki Boyd Margera has not allowed him to see his son in two months, and he's uh, he's missing his son and, uh, and has made this bizarre statement that he will smoke crack until he dies or unless they... I mean, the first step might be to stop smoking crack, and then yeah. maybe you can see your kid. The court might look favorably on that yeah. if you're yeah. aggressively smoking crack. Here's the clip. Here we go. This is an official message to anybody that cares about me whatsoever. I haven't seen a phoenix. In two months, I cry every day. I you said I haven't seen Phoenix in two months. miss him so much, and I know that I have to wake up every day knowing that I probably won't get to talk to him or see him. So, yes, Nikki drives me to drink. So I'm going to smoke crack with the bums down at the boardwalk until I'm dead unless you deliver me Phoenix. Get to work, Nikki, or anybody that wants to help. I want Phoenix. Okay. That's terrible. Uh, his uh, Nikki's attorney, David Glass, uh, said, unfortunately, that's not how the addictions work. People's behavior does not drive others to drink. This is a typical defense mechanism, and it shows that Bam may not have learned much in his past addictions treatment. Uh, you have to take responsibility for your own actions. Nikki sincerely hopes that Bam can first achieve and then maintain sobriety for his own good and for the good of their son. Is that actually a rehab facility? Bums on the boardwalk? I don't, maybe, maybe we don't know. Uh, that I is a typical response, though. That blaming yeah. someone else and also the yeah. everything revolving around the child and thinking that you're going to be better and everybody's going to be better off if you get to see your kid. Yep, yep. It's terrible. All right. Uh, former Playboy centerfold Victoria Valentino filed a sexual assault lawsuit against Bill Cosby on Thursday. 
Uh, the lawsuit filed in Los Angeles County Superior Court accuses the elderly comedian of drugging and raping her in 1969. This is goddamn ridiculous. Uh, Valentino claims that she and her friend both passed out in Cosby's office, and he offered them pi- uh, after he offered them pills. Yeah. Uh, the Playboy model says she woke to Cosby approaching her friend, and after attempting uh, to protect her companion, the comedian uh, comedian allegedly raped Valentino. Oh Let me tell you, there was that a and I think it was an A&E series on Hefner and on Playboy. And in the opening credits, Preston, there's Bill Cosby. He was such a regular mm-hmm. at the Playboy Mansion. Virtually lived there for huge spans of time. And uh, he was known then to be predatorial. Cosby's lawyer, Andrew Wyatt, said, uh, Victoria Valentino has skirted from town to town promoting her alleged allegations against Mr. Cosby to anyone that would give her a platform uh, without any proof of facts. It's unfortunate that media has not vetted the inconsistencies in her many statements. I've lived by one simple creator. No sad bro. Uh, No sad bro. He agrees with us. You know, if... It's okay. So how old is he right now? He's in his 80s. Right. right? Yeah. You you know, I mean, you... At this point, what are you going to do to him, you know, besides incarcerate him? I guess that's yeah. that's what they want to do, you know, most definitely. Uh, Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet have been photographed together for the first, first time. Uh, according to photos published by the Daily Mail on Thursday, the rumored couple was spotted walking side-by-side side outside of the star's Beverly Hills rev- I residence. I like being outside. Uh, a source told too. Us Magazine... Uh, they've been spending as much time together as they can. They're bird watching, Preston. He's going to be back in New York this summer to film the Bob Dylan biopic, and they are making the most of their time together and seeing each other as much as they can. It's cra- a crazy amount of money she's wow. got. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Pete Davidson and his girlfriend, uh, Chase Sui Wonders, are under fire for buying their new dog from a pet store. Mm-hmm. Uh, page Six reports that the couple purchased a Cavapoo... I don't know what a cavapoo is. Not familiar. Cavalier King Charles. Yeah, my um. And, and a uh, poodle. Uh, okay. Uh, and they well, did what's that. What's a cockapoo? In May, that's a, a cocker spaniel and a um, poodle. What's a cockapoo? No, that was not a setup. It was not. It just made me laugh. Cockapoo. That's funny. Say that again. Cockapoo. Okay. It just makes your tongue tingle. Cockapoo. That's pretty funny. That is. That's pretty funny. That was the moment in which he realized it wasn't actually that funny. <laughs> no. It's a it's, cute dog. Yeah. Nick pulled up a picture Yeah, I was just going to say, my friends, a couple of my friends have uh, Cavapoos, and they're yeah, actually Cavapoo. they're okay. really nice dogs. Here's um, the deal. I really love uh, animals, I, but I can't stand it when people are under fire for buying their pets. And, I, like, I understand that there's a ton of pets out there that need homes, that need uh, that need to be adopted and need to be rescued and saved, but uh, you know you need to lay off. You, you know what I mean? Like, what the guilting? Yeah, yeah. Well, commenters on the outlet's Instagram page were outraged that he uh, chose not to adopt, so they were kind of going after him. Uh, Jenna Ortega is in trouble with her mom because she got caught smoking in a viral Twitter video. And I saw the video. Uh, (laughs) Shame on her. Natalie Ortega posted a 13-part breakdown on the dangers of smoking in her Instagram stories after seeing the clip. If I find out she bought her dog, she's done. (laughs) Uh, She's a nurse, by the way. So the nurse started by keeping things like uh, posting an anti-smoking meme featuring Gollum 
and then shared screenshots of medical facts about the side effects of smoking, such as lung cancer, damaged teeth, and gums. We're talking oh, about just A-Rod. like A-Rod. He's a horrible re- revealed that he has gingivitis the other day on Good Morning America. Uh, cataracts, <laughs> right. brittle bones, smoking stench, and oral cancer. So I've not seen the smoking video. She's just passively smoking. and okay. it, she, The worst part is she's doing it to look cool. It's, oh, it's horrible. She just does look pretty cool, though, don't, don't, you, don't you? Well, she's cool, period. I mean, you know, just something about her. Um, Al Pacino, let's go back to Al. Yeah, ma'am. Uh, for a moment. Reportedly <laughs> demanded a paternity test. Oh. Uh, I will not go down that way. Okay, we got two Do guys. Yeah. We got two guys on the Al Pacino clips. We got Nick. Uh, give me a straight answer anymore. We got Casey and Steve on the dueling Pacino. No, I have will not Go down that way. <laughs> uh, so he reportedly demanded a paternity test to prove that he is the father of uh, girlfriend Noor Alfala's baby. TMZ reports that the 83-year-old godfather actor has a medical issue that typically causes fertility issues. I'm shooting blacks. Uh, but uh, sources told the outlet that the test confirmed that he is indeed the father. Oh, boy. <laughs> Could you imagine, uh, uh, Maury Povich, Al Pacino? Are you kidding me? (laughs) No! I refuse to accept this! You bitch! That hoe! I love that he tried to get out of it, though, and it's his. (laughs) When it comes to... What's what's the case? Akela. Al Pacino, you... No! Uh, I will not go down that way! You're out of order. We're gonna we're gonna need to organize our yeah. Al Pacino yeah. clips. I have a feeling this story is gonna be around for a little for a long while. time. Let's get them all set up, and, and we're gonna need a, a full Al Pacino page. I just to me is I, I run it through my mind the notion of him. I know, like some sort of um, yep. homunculus you know, on top of her. Mm-hmm. It just it makes no sense. It's I not know. the way we were meant. It's wrong yeah. at every level. I'm happy for him, and I love him though. I'd love I'd, I'd love to interview. He seems like a like a fun guy, and and he's a legend. Yeah, one of my favorite actors. Yeah, but I just don't get that. Yeah. it's wrong. All right, uh, here's another. Says you. Here's another child story. Britney Spears has agreed to let her two sons move to Hawaii with their dad, Kevin Federline. Wow. Now, they're teenagers now. Yeah, I banged her. Uh, but oh. <laughs> Oops, I did it again. <laughs> there she got a great ass. Uh, He's in the toxic video. Shut up, <laughs> dude. I mean, for a, I half, a, for a half a second. Yeah. Like, is, Wait, really? is he really? I'm toxic. Uh, earlier this week, it was revealed that uh, Federline's lawyers have uh, given Brittany a deadline of this Friday to agree to move. Otherwise, uh, he would take her to court. Kevin's lawyer, Mark Vincent Kaplan, uh, said there should be no issue with 17-year-old Sean Preston and 16-year-old Jaden James moving to Hawaii with their dad. As Kevin has 100% legal custody and 100% wow. de facto physical custody, he also added that Brittany hasn't even seen the boys in more than a year. So think about this. Um, an 83-year-old Al Pacino banks a 29-year-old, and Kevin Federline is the responsible parent. What world do we yeah. live in? Uh, now with the deadline looming, Brittany, who married Sam Ashgari last year has apparently signed off on the move, which is expected to take place on August 1st. Kevin's lawyer said it's an opportunity for Kevin and his wife, and the boys are ready to get away from the L.A. microscope. A source said that Brittany has always uh, faithfully supported her children and wants them to be happy. When, so, I, when I first started following her on Instagram, she was constantly posting photos with the family and the kids, and they seemed to get along, but the boys themselves 
are not happy with her, and they don't like yeah. what she's become. Yeah, yeah. No, they they know that she is mentally ill. Yeah, like, yeah. Even though that conservatorship is over with, she's still and, and clearly her social media shows that she's uh, that something, is crazy. Something's wrong. Uh, Sean and Jaden. Out of order. Sean and Jaden already live full time. Oops, I did it again. <laughs> Custody lawyer Al Pacino. <laughs> Uh, so, Get out of your mind! Uh, Sean and Jaden already live full-time with Kevin and his wife, Victoria Prince, and their two children, Jordan, who is 11- and 8-year-old uh, Peyton. Uh, Kevin decided additional uh, professional opportunities for himself as a result uh, for the move, as well as a job for Victoria from a Hawaiian university. <laughs> is he going to be a pineapple farmer? I don't know. Uh, in an interview... What, what, what opportunities? In an interview that took place last year, Brittany's youngest son, Jaden, opened up about his strained relationship with her. He said, I 100% think that this can be fixed. Uh, it's just going to take a lot of time and effort. I just want to uh, see her get better mentally. When she's better, I really want to see her again. So that's, uh, that's very sad because the kids, they do love her. Yeah. But they know this is the wrong path for her. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Amber Heard is hoping to stay in Spain long term. Uh, although the star has some um, Hollywood uh, films in the works, she told a local news reporter that she is in no rush to leave Europe. In a clip posted to TikTok, uh, she said, I love Spain so much. When asked if she plans to stay in the country, she responds, I hope so. I love living here. So, I love it more than all the fishes in the sea. Yeah, and Aww. all the raindrops in the ocean or whatever it is. You love me? Oh, my God. More than all the raindrops in the water and all the fishes in the sea. The fishes. <laughs> Uh, a female-led remake of The Office is in uh, the development process. Uh, the remake of the cherished sitcom is being developed by Prime Video Australia and will star Felicity Ward as the lead, filling the shoes of Ricky Gervais's David Brent and Steve Carell's Michael Scott. Uh, Ward will portray, portray Hannah Howard, uh, the awkward head of her branch for the packaging company Finley Craddock, and the job gets difficult when an order from her head office directs everyone to work from home. Uh, Gervais said, I'm really excited about Australia remaking my little show from the turn of the century. Office politics have changed a bit in 20 years and can't wait to see how they navigate a modern day David Brent. A reaction to the female led remake of the beloved show has been a mixed on social media. But remember, that was uh, the U.S. version was a remake of the um uh, English version. In fact, Ricky Gervais appeared on the American version yeah. briefly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, a couple other quick things, and we'll move along. Uh, how about this? Joel McHale confirmed to TV Line Thursday that the Community movie is on hold due to the Writers Guild strike. I didn't even know there was one in the works. I didn't know either. He told the outlet uh, that was bummer because we were getting very close. Uh, the Peacock original was originally set to start filming in June. And then one last thing: Dwayne Johnson. Is returning the to Rock. the Fast and Furious film franchise for a standalone movie about his character, Luke Hobbs. Uh, Johnson confirmed the news on Instagram on Thursday, announcing that Hobbs is back. He wrote, No Shaw? He said, uh, Last summer, Vin Diesel and I put all the past behind us. Uh, we'll lead with brotherhood and resolve. <laughs> And make and and always take care of the franchise characters and fans that we love. It's about Philly, so they're going to do that. All right, uh, uh, we got movies open. Um, we're going to start with Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. 
animated action film starring uh, Shamik Moore. Uh, Haley Steinfeld and Oscar Isaac. Uh, the plot is that Miles Morales returns for the next chapter of the Oscar-winning Spider-Verse saga, an epic adventure that will transport Brooklyn's full-time friendly neighborhood Spider-Man across the multiverse to join forces with Gwen Stacy and a new team of Spider-People to face off with a villain more powerful than anything they have ever encountered. Two hours, 20 minutes long. Rated PG. Wide theater release. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a nice, fat 95%. Oh, yes. I love the first one so it's much. Great. It's great. It visually, yeah. it's just Absolutely amazing. Yep. All the different styles that are incorporated. It tugs at the heartstrings. I can't wait for this one. And then we have The Boogeyman. It is a horror starring uh, Chris Messina, Sophie Thatcher, and Madison Who. High school student Sadie Harper and her younger sister Sawyer are reeling from the recent death of their mother and aren't getting much support from their father, Will, a therapist who is dealing with his own pain. When a desperate patient unexpectedly shows up at their home seeking help, he leaves behind a terrifying supernatural entity that preys on families and feeds on the suffering of its victims. Hour and 38 minutes long. It's a wide theater release. PG-13, Rotten Tomatoes, 63% score at this point. You know, somebody once told me that Chris Messina uh, listened to our show. Preston, you would recognize him from... uh... Argo, and I'm trying to remember what the connection was. He was also on the um, the newsroom uh, on HBO for a stretch, and he's a really good actor. Is he in Devil as well? Yeah, Steve. And he's, he was also on the Mini Kaling. Yeah, I think he lived in South Jersey for a while. And what? Shyamalan. Yeah, Shyamalan's yes. fine. So yeah. maybe it was a, a Shyamalan connection or whatever, but they're like, yeah, you know that actor Chris Messina? He's good. He listens oh, yeah. to Emma Barr and the President of Steve show. I didn't know that. Yes. Uh, I want him get, on the show. I'd love to get him on sometime. Yes, he's great. I've seen him in a few things. By the way, his performance in Devil is excellent. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. It's overlooked. All right, well, we got to get him on the program. Yeah. I'll get on it right yeah. now. Put All the right. word out. Call him. Put the word out. <laughs> Chris Messina. Yeah, hi, this is Steve Morris. <laughs> <laughs> I, He's sleeping, you moron. Let's do it. Hey, call him and pretend that you're Al Pacino. Hey, 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 bang Britney. All right. Uh, you banged Britney? Yeah. All right. That's why he's called Christmas Dinner. Th- thank you, Mr. Pacino. Uh, my pleasure. Yeah. Uh, are you sleeping? Uh, you... Can't you give me a straight answer anymore? No. Let's do clips. Here we go. Kim, Courtney, Chloe, and the gang are back. For the third season of the Kardashians, and here Kim. I know. Uh, it's about the relationships in her life. I've not heard this yet. Here we go. What I've seen is so rare. Oh my God. God. What I've seen is so rare. It's a parody. It is. What I've seen is so rare. And I just feel so lucky to just love everyone around you, trust everyone around you. They trust you. My friends know they can call me any hour. I'll be the first one to pick up and help. All of my friends would drop everything to help me in a situation. And to have that real support and love, I think, is everything in life. Shut the f*** up! Shut the f*** up! Shut the f*** up! That's supposed to be the reality show? Yeah. Yeah. It's the reality show. I mean, that is written. She is reading that. Right. Yeah. Here's the deal. If you want to gain an appreciation or an affinity for the Kardashians... Watch Vanderpump Watch Rules. Watch Vanderpump right. Rules for just two seconds. Uh, Kardashians is out now on Hulu. Here's our next clip. iCarly is back for its third season of Mayhem in Seattle. And in this clip, Jerry Trainer, I love him. Talks about what he looks forward to most in the season. Who does he play? He's the the the, the brother or the uncle. The, the older the, guy? The, yeah, the older guy. Like, okay. Yeah. All right, here we go. I'm excited for people to see that he becomes a, a gritty 
uh, New York City cop, and he starts solving crimes. What show are we on? Uh, he, you know, he he does kind of take on a bunch of weird, different personas, and you discover a little of his backstory. Hey, he's a funny dude. He is. I, I he was really the comedic relief. Yeah. On he that really show. was. But like, I never. Um, you never. I never understood who he was in relation to. Carly you had to and, find out who you were first. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've never been to me, Steve. <laughs> so the third season of iCarly is available now on Paramount Plus, and that's the last story I have for you in the Entertainment Report. All right, uh, we need to take a break because we have a lot going on today. Uh, Kevin James is going to be joining us uh, later this morning, which is Excellent. great. He's going to be performing at the Academy of Music June 16th. But before that, and actually showing now is Beetlejuice at the Academy of Music, and we're going to have the lead of that. Uh, Justin Collette in the studio today, too. Um, it's National Donut Day. Where are our donuts? They're here! Are they here? All right, good. So uh, we're going to do some donut stuff uh, in the connoisseur segment a little bit later on. So uh, we'll take a break. Be back in a moment. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. The Revivalists. Lincoln Park. The Hooters. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WNMR. Burning through some uh, shout-outs here. I want to get to this one. This is from Ashley and wanted a shout-out from my fiance. She says her fiance, Jose Roman. Uh, Jose and I both grew up in and around Philly, so I've known your show most of our lives since the Y100 days. In fact, my first concert was the 2003 Y100 Festival ah, wow. at the Tweeter Center <laughs> with 311, The Offspring, Dashboard Confessional, Smile Empty Soul, and Jet. Uh, we're big fans, very grateful of the variety of ways that you offer to tune in to your show. And Jose prefers the YouTube videos in part because of the throwback clips during breaks. Oh, he digs those. And cool. I prefer to catch as much as I can live on the radio and then use the podcast to listen to the rest on Thursday, May 25th. Could you pretty please say, uh, give Jose Roman a big juicy... Nailed it. Uh, shard out, yes. And this is from uh, Ashley uh, Sealeman. So here is a shard out. And uh, sorry, I'm late with that. By oh, the way, and you... she wanted me to mention Kippy, their uh, their cat. Ah, uh, Kippy the cat. Yeah. If you know anybody that you hear mentioned, let them know that we. Yeah, please do. Did yeah. This. By the way, didn't you say uh, our buddy Jim McGuinn tweeted something yes. yesterday? Yesterday, yeah. About... Anniversary about the festival. Yeah, which festival. I was. Which apparently I always thought I was there for the first festival, but I was not. So the first festival was in 1997. Uh, and on uh, yesterday, it was 26 years ago yeah. yesterday, I had no idea that it, uh, that it preceded my time at Y100. Did you mention any of the bands? Uh, it's, yeah, it's, some of them it's, mentioned it. It's, it's up on Twitter. Cheap um, Trick was one, I believe. Okay. It was wow. cool. And there's, uh, there's a whole bunch of retro pics being posted because of our 25th. Our friend Dan, uh, uh, um, posted a picture of you, Marilyn Russell, myself, Preston, uh, and, uh, the Fanatic. Uh, wow. yeah, going back, I think it was the camp after hunger had to be. Wow. All right, uh, and then another quick one that says, uh, hey, guys, this, uh, thank you for all you do, my fiance. Wait, that's the same person. What in the hell? This, this, this is from the same person, but a different, written differently. <gasps> it even mentions Kippy the cat. They're hogging I'm your birthday. Up. Last one, uh, can you get a shout-out to my son, Tom Brucker? This is from uh, Kathy Brucker, by the way. Uh, is uh, May, 26th, May 28th is his birthday. Uh, he and his beautiful fiance are getting married September 2nd. He's a hard worker, wonderful son, and it will be the world to me. Yoo-hoo. Uh, thanks, and that's from Kathy. So here's a, a shout-out for you and a yoo-hoo right back to you, Kathy. All right, um, I think what? that we need to, since it is National Donut Day, well, 
And our friends at uh, Duncan dropped off a bunch of wonderful treats and their tribute to Marissa's uh, wedding, her uh, eloping. That's pretty cool. Really cool picture of her and her husband, Matt. Uh, but uh, Duncan is offering guests a free classic donut of your choice with the purchase of any beverage today while supplies last. And what we're going to do is during the connoisseur segment, we're going to play some movie clips that have to do with donuts. It was we'll a despise segment, but now we think you're coming around the connoisseur. And we'll give away a variety of prizes oh. that we have. So uh, Casey's Casey got a few. You wanted the bell. I didn't ah, realize. Thank you. Thank you. I got the bell. So I'll go through some stories, and then we'll do some donut clips, and we'll uh, we'll have it all intermingle. And I have a mustard question. Oh, and Nick has a mustard question, so we got to make sure that we get to that as well. Special mustard question from Nick. <laughs> all right, the first couple stories have to do with booze, because Philly Beer Week returns. Oh, wow. And it starts today. Awesome. There's a ton of stuff going on. Yep. Mm. Marissa sent me over a list of events. By the way, it started in 2008. It's one of the nation's largest celebrations of its kind. It's the best. It highlights breweries from around the Delaware Valley and welcomes breweries from around the world who travel in to participate, of course. So it's a 10-day party kicks off today at noon with a seven-hour relay that sends the hammer of glory to 15 of the city's best beer bars. So they they haven't really done it this full-throatedly, if that's a word, uh, in a while, right? Yeah, yeah. you know, COVID, obviously, yeah. last year, kind of like our, our Keenans, we did it, and it was great. Yeah. And I'm sure they did it last year, and it was great, but this year is like the, Every, right, hey, here we go. Uh, so I'm going to mention a couple of the events that are happening. Uh, the Night of the Goats with Sly Fox is going to be on Wednesday, the 7th. The, night the Goats came back. At the Interstate Draft House in Fishtown, uh, it says two goat runners... Mocha and Latte will be on hand to meet and greet everyone, including dogs, at this pup-friendly bar. Oh. Uh, then you have Log Jam and Lager Fest. Uh, and this will be at uh, Cherry Street Pier on the Delaware Waterfront Saturday, June 3rd. And uh, Human Robot Brewery uh, throws the city's largest fe- uh, lager fest, welcoming 60 of the finest breweries in the USA for an afternoon of uh, drinking, camaraderie, and other fun stuff. Uh, then you have Iron Hill, the alumni event. Uh, it's going to be at the Varga Bar in Washington Square, Friday, June 9th, 7 p.m. to close. And uh, current and former members of the Iron Hill Brewing staff are going to be hanging out. Uh, and it'll feature beers uh, from Iron Hill, obviously some of their all-time favorites. So It's wild how there's like these subcultures of people that are loyal to different, you know, the breweries. And they become part of the family. And it's... It's these events take place and reunions. It's it's a it's pretty wild. And our old friend uh, uh, owner Mark Edelson is going to be guest bartending with all the tips uh, during that time going to uh, charity. Very Mark, cool. you remember? Uh, wait, it was uh, Mark, right? That delivered his own yep. two of his own children. Yeah, we always talk to him about that. Crazy. Mark yeah. goes way back to the very very beginning of the oh, show. Yeah. Uh, he would come by and, and pop on our program uh, at Stillwaters. There's a Stillwaters Brew Fest. Actually, this is taking place at the 4-H Center of Montgomery County in Collegeville, Saturday, June 3rd. I think that's right around the corner from me. You're going to go? This 4-H Center. I don't know. We got we have uh, some uh, graduation parties that we're going oh, to this week. Well, those off. Yeah. Uh, hosted by Brothers Keshner, or Kirshner Brewing Company. And there's 30 breweries, live music, and local eats, and all kinds of good stuff. And it benefits the Skipback Historical Society. Yeah, that's right around the corner from where I live. Uh, then you have the Canwood Derby. Now, this, if there is one I'm going to go to, it would be this one. The Canwood Derby. Derby. It's a good dog bar, which is a great yeah, place. Yeah. 
You can pick up an official derby car kit at the bar or your local hobby shop and trick out with your own beer-themed modifications <laughs> and then come out and compete in the 8th annual Canwood Derby with Sly Fox. Marissa, is this essentially... Uh, Pinewood Derby, only you you make it beer themed. It's totally that, Preston. And the only thing is, it has to have a empty can on it. It had, does have to have a can on it okay. somewhere. Yes. Yeah, so somehow, oh, somewhere, man. you have to have a full twelve ounce, twelve ounce can. They have the same kind of rules, just like uh, Boy Scouts, where there's no like crazy modifications to the car, just decorations. It has to have a can on it. Love it. That I would be I would, cool. I would be all over this. I made so many of those freaking cars, man. <laughs> I've, I have a whole box of them at home. I should bring them in and let you guys you should, see them. Yeah. I've got at least. Isn't that the big secret? Is that it's that actually doesn't. the parents, the dad that yes. always makes it anyway? Yes. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, if your dad has any skill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we won it one time, man. Ben, I don't even know what this is. No, no. I was referring to my dad, but oh. it, it, applicable to me as well. But yeah. Man, Steve, we would, in our Pinewood, I started diverting your Preston, but our Pinewood Derbies, uh, if the car made it down the ramp, that was a success in our family. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. And I love my dad dearly, but God, he's a terrible carpenter. <laughs> he's got to know his limitations. <laughs> All right. And then finally, the Strike a Pose Lip Sync Challenge at Fat Lady Brewing will be taking place on Saturday uh, the 3rd, so uh, tomorrow. Uh, Fat Lady Brewing in Maniunk, and they are uh, kicking off Pride Month with a celebration of queer culture, a good old-fashioned lip-sync smackdown hosted by uh, Stefani Steele and Lucy Moth. Six contestants go head-to-head in a runway and lip-sync challenge to win over the judges and the audience. Hey, so this this is a massive um, event, and it's it's good to have it back. And I think uh, it's, I would say it's probably, it's got to be the best in the country. I mean, we've been doing it for the longest, right? Uh, Marissa? Yeah, you know what, Steve? I thought this kind of happened all over the country, and I found out that the one in Philly really is the biggest. It's the I mean, one. There's hundreds of events. I was scrolling through the entire Philly Beer Week page trying to just pluck out a couple <clears throat> yeah. that we would like. I'm That Iron Hill one with all of those brewers that have worked at Iron Hill. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And are now, you know, going to be hanging out and everything. It's going to be really cool. I love it. I'll be at a whole bunch of them. I don't even drink beer, and I love it. Yeah, I wonder what Chris Lapierre's up to these days, Preston, the uh, guy from uh, Iron Hill Brewery. He's the head brewer at the Iron Hill in Center City. All right, right well, near the uh, convention center. I still have a bone to pick with that guy. <laughs> Remember, he uh, he drew on my face when I was passed oh, yeah. out. But it, it was I. He broke all he the rules. Rules, right? He followed me into my room. I passed out in my bed. With with my shoes off. Like, dude, the rules are, if you pass out anywhere but your bed and your right. shoes are still on, you're can't fair that. game. That's a yeah. violation. No, this dude stalked me into my room. I'm glad you were able to let that go. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. Uh, oh, come on. You know it burns deep with me and you. All right. Donut time. Oh! We're going to play our first donut clip, and you need to name this movie... After I play it for you, then we have a variety of prizes we're going to give away. Cool? Mm-hmm. All right, here's our first clip for Donut, National Donut Day. Hey, Mr. Donut Head Man, who's trying to kill you? <laughs> I don't know, but you better not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. wow. oh, my God. Love it. That line, that I don't know, but you better not. <laughs> I got to play that again. Hang on. Hey, Mr. Donut Head Man, who's trying to kill you? I don't know, but you better not. <laughs> <laughs> you better not. All right, 215-263-WMMR is the number. Okay, um, I mentioned that uh, the first couple of stories are going to be booze-related, and uh, this one has to do with Pride Month, and you can support LGBTQ organizations by tasting the rainbow at numerous bars in Philadelphia and, and the suburbs. So it's called Cocktails for a Cause. 
It's an annual fundraiser. It's hosted by F- uh, FCM Hospitality and returns with a lineup of specialty cocktails that each represent a color on the LGBTQ plus flag. Uh, for each drink sold, a dollar will be donated to the William Way LGBT Center and the Attic Youth Center, two nonprofits that support the city's queer communities. So the specialty drinks are on sale uh, from, uh, started yesterday and go through the, the end of the month, so Friday, June 30th. And so at each different bar is a different colored cocktail hmm. that represents so uh, the be- flag. Savagely hammered by the end of this. Well, you can take your time. This is, oh. it goes on all month long. You don't have to do it all in one shot. That right. might kill you. Yeah. Uh, but so here, here are the colors. Dead people back and the cocktails. <laughs> so the red is at uh, Harper's Garden, and the uh, the cocktail is called a jewel. And each one of these are like a um, a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A couture cocktail. Like it's made specifically for this event. Okay. It's not. I don't think they sell them regularly. Uh, at Juno in Philly, yellow is the seasonal sangria. And by the way, like 90% of these are all vodka drinks. Mm. I, 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 po- I pose it to the bars. Let's get some whiskey in some of these cocktails. Here is the vault of vodka. Uh, then you have uh, the green is the ecto cooler at uh, Concourse Dance Bar. Blue is the out to sea, uh, which you can get at the Dolphin Bar. Is that right? Yeah, Dolphin Bar. Uh, purple is the, and I like the name of this one, Mary Got a Band-Aid. That's the name of the drink. Hmm. Uh, you can get that at No She or No Chi. I'm not sure how you pronounce that. I've never been there. It has horseradish juice in it. Oh, it's a it's a um, uh, it's a it's a Bloody Mary. Uh, it's a type of Bloody Mary. Uh, then the white is Day at the Beach at Lola's Garden in Ardmore. Pink is vodka raspberry lemonade at Liberty Point. Uh, the teal drink is the Doghouse, which you can get at Craft Hall. The brown is the Pick Me Up at Morgan's Pier. And then uh, the black drink is the Margarita Negra mm-hmm. at Rosie's Taco Bar. Yeah, Kathy, that's made with Patron <laughs> Silver, Triple Sec, Lime, Agave, and Activated Charcoal. Huh. Oh, yeah. Um, when I did um, Boardroom Spirits, they used that uh, in one of their drinks, too, for Halloween to make it black. Oh, oh Activate. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's my type of drink. That okay. sounds good. I right. guess with vodka, Preston, it's just easier to make colored drinks. I think so. You know, I think you can make a variety. Well, and I also think it's more popular. You, like whiskey, you need to really uh, delve into that to be a whiskey drinker. Yeah, I mean, you can make decent cocktails that you don't, you know, go <gasps> after you drink. You know, if you're not a whiskey drinker. <laughs> I had a sip of something, and I was like, I, I, I couldn't understand how they were actually drinking it and enjoying it. Like I was like, that is. Terrible, and it was right. smoked, and like I'm not into that either. Yeah. It was just all things, not me. Yeah. All right, so anyhow, uh, you can you can taste the rainbow now. You can drink the rainbow at uh, a variety of these uh, restaurants in the city and suburbs. All right, see if somebody can get an answer uh, to what movie this is for National Donut Day. Here we go. Hey, Mister Donut Head Man, who's trying to kill you? I don't know, but you better not. All right, let me go to Chris and see if he knows. Hey, Chris, good morning. Hey, good morning. All right, what donut movie is that? Is that Wayne's World? It is. It's Wayne's World. And it's Dana Carvey's birthday today. So that's Garth playing around with the donuts at the donut shop. Well, Chris, I'm excited to uh, hook you up with a pair of tickets as MMR presents Royal Blood. It's going to be Saturday, September 30th. It's going to be at the Fillmore, Philadelphia. Tickets are on sale today at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster. You can text the word ROYAL. R-O-Y-A-L to 39333 for a link to the on-sale information and another chance to win tickets at WMMR.com. All right. Uh, next, I have a bubble in my throat right now. Doesn't this oh, yes. oh, oh, oh. 
All right. The, wait, who was the, the NBA player that you didn't oh. like the way he spoke because it sounded like he had a button on his throat? Oh, 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 it's uh, Evan Turner. <laughs> Evan Turner from the Useful Sexuals. All right. It, it's distracting, isn't it? It, it is. Who snorted? Was that you? That's me. Okay. Yeah. It's normally Evan Turner impression. It's usually me. All right. So I could have put this in survey says, but I put it in the connoisseur. It is, uh, this is according to a poll of 2,000 adults in the United States. They discovered that... The American, the average American, tries at least new six new recipes per month. <laughs> no way! <laughs> That's hilarious. Steve at the local restaurant. Sure. Yeah. Does no. that count? Does no. that count? No. This I don't is even do that. Way. If you're trying a new recipe, you're new actually recipe. cooking that. And I, I cook a, a recipe. I cook the majority of our of our dinner at home, and and I don't. Even do six that. New recipes. Now I'll do maybe one or two new ones a month, but for the most part, I go to the, 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 the standards, the go tos, the yeah. hits. When you hit the standards, do you uh, spice it up every now and then? A little variety here yeah, and there. Sometimes, you, uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So you guys all watch the bear. Uh, my latest recipe that I that I feel like I knocked out of the park. I essentially make what they make at the bear at the at that restaurant. Which is a sandwich? It, it, yeah, oh. it's like an Italian beef sandwich. Yeah, it's, it's good got. Uh, uh, is it called gardenia? Uh, it's oh. a real Midwest uh, Chicago. Yeah, it's, it's it's like a spicy pickled uh, variety of vegetables. So there's usually uh, cauliflower mm-hmm. and uh, and carrots and some red peppers and things like that. It's really yummy. Yeah, but that's like the celery. The, yeah, celery. But that's like the last thing I maybe did. Well, you got five more to go for this <laughs> yeah, month. For this yeah, month. Yeah. But that was like yeah, yeah. during football season. Forty-seven uh, percent of people feel that their food at home is bland and needs spicing oh, up. Oh, it's not because it comes from some of the finest restaurants in the area. Fifty-eight <laughs> percent crave more diverse seasonings. Marissa, what's the one you gave me uh, when we were at Keenan's? Uh, I haven't, I haven't used it. It's not florical. Tagine. Tagine. Oh, yeah. Tagine. I've heard of. Tagine. And what is the tagine? I what, love you. What uh, is it? Is it? It's uh, like a chili lime. Okay, but what I was going to ask, is it like a uh, Central American or South um, American, or do you have any idea? Its origin is coming up on the screen, Mexican. Okay. Uh, I think it is tahin. Tahin, yeah. yeah. Yeah, because my uh, my fiance loves it, Marissa, and actually, yeah. uh, Marissa, she uses it on the rim of yeah, a margarita yeah. because uh, it has a little bit of spice to a margarita. Yeah, she was telling me Ooh la la. Rim of a beer can on a nice there Mexican lager. Yeah. Okay. It's good like on that. like a, a winter margarita. Like if you, know you still want to do margaritas, but it's winter time. Yeah. You know what we'll do with the... Uh, Speaking of uh, Mexican lagers, I'm I, I like Corona, and uh, we not only put uh, the lime in there, but a little salt on the uh, oh. on the bottle Cute as well. Tick. It's yummy. Did you That's like awesome. that one we brought you the other day, Preston? Yes, very much so. What was yeah. that again? Uh, it is called um, El Trono yes. from Dewey Bear Company. Yeah, Marissa brought that. Marissa and Matt brought that to me down at the shore. They know that I like a Mexican lager, yeah. and I'm not a I'm not a big craft beer guy. So I'm, I'm uh, and it's wonderful. It's perfect. It's right in my wheelhouse. I'm just excited. I finally got a beer that you like. Thank you. <laughs> I've I been trying. Yes, yeah, success. Her and uh, Matt are beer people. Oh, their their stuff is amazing. Yeah. Um. So, fifty three percent of people surveyed uh, think of themselves as adventurous eaters. Mm-hmm. Anybody here? I feel like I'm an yeah, adventurer. So. I wouldn't say no. crazy, but uh, there are. You know what I will do if we're talking about a, uh, a vegetarian or vegan place? I would kind of be more experimental. Mm. Uh, I'm a little bit more regimented when it comes to things outside of that realm. But yeah, yeah I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm a, not, not like you, Preston. I'm a big fat no. On yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not. I think Casey, you are. Nah, no, I'm probably. It would, if it were to go in order, I'd be Nick is the most adventurous. 
Preston very, very close second. Uh, maybe me third, Steve fourth, and then Kathy fifth. And, Wait, and, and Marissa's way up near the yeah. top. I'm, yeah, but she's not also really. not because yeah. she doesn't eat meat. So That doesn't it, mean she won't be adventurous in trying different right. cuisines. She's tried everything. Yeah, But I, I know, know what you mean. Her, yeah. her, her menu is limited. Yeah. Uh, versus but she's uh, a city person. The rest of us. And, and we're uh, yokels. And here's by far the stupidest uh, question that was asked of these uh, polled. Forty-seven uh, percent of the people said that they were more inclined to try new restaurants or cuisine based off recommendations from close friends or family. Oh my God! Wow. That's every, it, it, wait, so that? people that they know yeah. will recommend things yes. and then they'll try them. And then they'll try it. So okay, yeah. yeah. All right, um, let's do a donut. Oh, let's do a donut. Let's do a donut. We All guess right. what I get to do. We have another clip to play for you on National Donut Day, and then Nick, we're going to go to your mustard question. Okay. Uh, by the way, National Donut Day, you stop by Dunkin' today, you can get a free classic donut with the purchase of any beverage that's while supplies last. Name this movie. This is an easy, easy, easy one. Here we go. What the f*** is that? <laughs> what is that, Private Pile? Sir, jelly donut, sir. A jelly donut? Sir, yes, sir. All right, 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know what that is. All right, now... Uh-huh. Mustard question. Nick McWayne, you have the floor. It's really a two-part question, and it's a pretty simple one. Um, my father is a huge mustard fan, and uh, he uh, makes the mistake of stocking up on way too much of it, so mm. he will go to the grocery store and buy a new bottle every time, even if he doesn't need one. So my brother Josh was cleaning out their place in Colorado not that long ago and found, like, four <laughs> bottles of mustard, two in the fridge and two in the in the cabinet. One uh, in the pink. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, two-part question. Does mustard... Ever really go bad, uh-huh. or does it stick around for? And like, because that I, is a good question. I don't think that it does. Is it one of those eternal foods? And my my brother Josh was a little concerned that this has been in the cabinet for like two or three years. Well, you know, but and and but it was still sealed. And then the second part of this question is: Is there a, like a, a reputable and real? Uh, mustard of the Month Club, because my dad's birthday is on Sunday, and I thought that that would be like a fun Maybe. gift that he actually would enjoy. Uh, there is a there is a uh, gift of the month uh, website that I've been to before. Oh, okay, has, I mean. Tons of stuff on there, and I'll bet you money that there is a mustard of the month on there. I, I love a recommendation because I try to Google search, and there are a few that like sort of pop up here and there. But I, I perhaps don't... if a good friend knew about a place, yes. like, they yeah. could recommend so it. Like, yeah, but all those, I trust it, Steve. <laughs> all those monthly clubs are expensive. Are they really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, but mustard, Nick, to answer your question, your first question is not like honey, which honey never right. goes bad, right? So yes, there there is Eventually. obviously a shelf life. Yeah. It's probably a long, long shelf life. No, I think only, that it is. Too. It's only one to two. It's one to two. One year if it's in the fridge and opened. Two years if it's uh, not opened. And they say that uh, what happens is that the the taste it degrades. Oh, so it's not going to be lethal. Yeah, but it also looks like crusted snot after. Yeah, you know, a long enough time. I just think like if it's sealed and still in the cabinet, and if it's in a dry, dark location right. or whatever, it's probably going to last more than that. Cabinet. Your taste is <laughs> Some stay good for two to three years. He right. ends up dissolving like that guy in RoboCop. <laughs> That's well, really like four or five years, right, Kath? No, no, it's not. Yeah, it probably is. <laughs> I got this mustard question, Nick, the other day. and, and Let's uh, go to the mustard question mailbag. I'm going to ask you guys this question that I got, and then you guys tell me who texted me this question. All right. Why does Jackie Bam Bam. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, didn't mean to ruin it. <laughs> I'm just, I just have to believe it. Yeah, is. Hit well, the bell. Is it? All right. Hit the bell. You're okay. right. Good job. All right. Why does water come out of the mustard bottle after I take it out of the fridge every time? You got to mix it. And I said you, ha- it. you have to shake it up. And he yeah. goes, I did. I, I did. did. Yeah. 
You he, know what you call that little st- stuff at the top? It's uh, it's musquirt. Much, okay. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I thought it was called pre mustard. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. It's a little of both. It really depends on the sex of the mustard case. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean, it just it separates, you know. It's it's yeah. like uh, you know, uh, organic peanut butter and stuff yeah. like that, or or, or that's oil, right? Or sour cream, uh, you know how that, right. that always kind of settles and that that well, the, uh, the the liquid, the water comes to the top. So he just yeah, he yeah. he's not mixing it up vigorously enough. You got to shake it hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'll do that. <laughs> All right, let's see if we can get an answer. We want to find out what uh, movie this is? So easy. What movie this uh, clip is from? What the f- is that? <laughs> Jelly donut, sir. A jelly donut, sir. Yes, sir. All right, we're going to Dan. Hey, Dan. Good morning. Hey, am I on? You're on, buddy. Oh, um, uh, uh fuzzy hole. Uh, oh, <laughs> Did you say fuzzy hole? <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I blew it. Sorry. No, no. We, no, no. Said, we said it earlier. It's, it's all right. Yeah, well, you got a little nervous. That's what, fine. What movie is it from, Dan? Full Metal Jacket. Full Metal Jacket. <laughs> fuzzy hole. You got it, buddy. <laughs> Hang on. Here's what we have. For you, sir. A you know prize. what? I am going to hook you up with Creed 3 Blu-ray wow. combo pack. Michael B. Jordan is back as Adonis Creed, and you can own it now. All right. Uh, next story in the connoisseur here. Sorry, Casey's you're good, you're good. juggling a lot of stuff here, so I apologize. Uh, this is a quick one, then we'll do the next uh, donut clip. Um, Midsummer Buffet. Is coming to the U.S. IKEA location. Midsummer Buffet. June 23rd, yes. And you can enjoy. What is this craziness? All you can eat meatballs, <laughs> salmon, and seasonal summer drinks for $19.99 if Ikea? you are an adult member. Yeah. Dude, I, IKEA serves a pretty good lunch. Now, I haven't been there in a long time, but. but when we used to go shopping there pretty regularly, we would always stop and have lunch at their uh, cafe. I take the meatballs. Yeah. I take the sweet meatballs. They're really you good. Get, you can get, they have a lingonberry drink there that's just really good, too. And they have salmon? Yeah. Yeah, huh? absolutely. In fact, we used to buy uh, salmon uh, steaks. Put- they, they have a they have a, essentially a small little grocery store there, too. Oh, okay. With, with all the products that they make. And we used to buy some, like, concentrated uh, lingonberry uh it's something that you can add to, like, uh, uh, carbonated water huh. uh, to flavor it, make your own soda. I didn't know uh, that. Yeah, they've got tons of stuff there. There's a couple of different kinds of cheeses that are Swedish that we used to get there as well. All right. I have a salmon question. Can I ask that now or you want me to wait? Go ahead. Okay. Um, so my son loves salmon, He and, and he had this issue with salmon and tuna. And I'm wondering if there are different effects of being allergic to a certain food. So... I think he's got to stop eating salmon because when he does, he gets this, like, tight feeling in his chest. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Like he's in love? Uh, yeah. No. Yeah. Um, it's not like uh, his larynx is closing up. Like, uh, you know. Um, like his chest is caving in. That's yeah. Fixation. You, that's not good. Yeah. So, you know how, like, uh, like peanut allergies or whatever, yeah. you, 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 everything kind of closes sure. up. Sure. So, it's not that. It's Yeah, there, there's tons of allergies that I never had where um, my throat was closing or anything like that. Okay. But, the, like, the chest feeling and all of that, that, that could absolutely be that. Okay. Yeah, because the other day he had, uh, I got, and I purposely didn't get it because he was having this issue with tuna. So, so I got they wanted sushi, so I got him salmon sushi, and he was having the same issues. Yeah, and you have to watch too because I think it 
like it it could turn to that where you know uh, everything starts to swell up. So he's got to be careful. Casey, you posted something on May second. It says, "Okay, salmon tastes like," and I'm paraphrasing here. Salmon tastes like crap. I'm done giving it a chance. I, every single time, I'm like, okay, maybe this is not going to suck. Okay. Maybe you just don't it, like it. I, I, I love salmon. It took me a long do. time to come around, and I used to hate it. If I go to a wedding, and like that's what they were serving, because you usually get either like steak or, or salmon, and I was like, oh, no. And now I absolutely love it, but I hated it forever. You might come around eventually, or you may just always despise it. I am uh, well past that uh, okay. that point of it ever, you know, me coming around on it. Uh, yep. It just, it tastes too fishy for me. Okay. Put five-year-old mustard on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe that'll work. That'll help. All right, donut clip. National Donut Day today. Yeah. Which Thank one do you want here, Preston? Thank you to Duncan. I want you to play uh, that one. This one? Okay. This is one that I picked. This is a hard one. All right. Okay. This is not like, a, you know, Full Metal Jacket was easy. Right. Uh, but somebody might know this. And uh, and, it, and it popped in my head as I remembered. Uh, I was trying to think of movie clips that had donut. And then Marissa came up with most of these. But this is the one I came up with. Let's see if you know this answer. Here we go. Listen, um, are you hungry? I skipped breakfast. You want to have a donut? Coffee or something. All right, two one five two six three WMMR. I, I know who the actor is. Yeah, yeah. you yeah. can tell his voice. I'll do. It. I'll play it one more time. Here we go. Listen, um, are you hungry? I skipped breakfast. You wanna have a donut, coffee or something? All right, two one five two six three WMMR. Call right now if you know the answer. All right, uh, next story. Connoisseur. This is kind of a food story. Uh, it's a woman that has repurposed some food into something else. A Japanese artist, and this sounds really stupid, but yes. you need to see this because it's right. pretty cool. She has mastered the art of turning real bread into lamps. What? Okay. Okay. Using a wide range you of bread. Out of your goddamn mind. <laughs> Using a wide... <laughs> oh. <laughs> you must be out of your goddamn mind. I mean, it, it goes bad eventually, right? <laughs> Using a wide range of bread, including croissants, baguettes, and uh, these bread lamps are called pamp shades. Pamp shades? Yeah, and they cost anywhere from 44 to $220 each. So combining the word pan, which means bread in Japanese, and lamp shades, uh, Yukiko Morita's pamp shades <laughs> are designed to shed light on not only the area where they are placed, but the serious issue of food wastages. If you can, Connor, find a picture of uh, what she has done. It's a Yukiko, Y-U-K-I-K-O, Hi. Morita. And, uh, and and they're actually pretty cool. All so right, I'm trusting you. She buys unsold bread from bakeries and then turns it into various products uh, using every last bit of the bread that she works with. Huh. And uh, based uh, in Kobe, the city known for bread in Japan, the artist was inspired by her experience working part-time at a bakery as a student where she would take home unsold bread to eat or decorate her room with. And she said, this modest attempt at daily resistance changed when one evening I saw the light from the western sun illuminating a piece of bread whose white contents it had ho- I had hollowed out and eaten. And for a brief, inexpressible moment, it glowed beautifully. You must be out of your goddamn mind! Within the darkened room. So, yeah, well, yeah. it is true, because if you think about it as a hollowed out thing, and these are... Um, I, for a high-end restaurant mm-hmm. to set something like this on, on a presentation... Would be kind of cool. You just have to make sure that people know that this is not an edible thing. Well, she said the bread is not edible anymore, but it has a living appeal that I can use. If I don't make it shine, who will? 
Uh, in one of her YouTube videos where she documents her bread lamp making process, uh, she can be seen hollowing out a baguette while sneaking a bite here and there and checking for the translucence of the bread shell against the natural light. She does. I, I, I don't know if this is her, but there was appeared to be something that looked like a dripping uh, chocolate chip cookie. See that there? I don't think she makes that. Well... Oh. Is that a competitor? No. Uh, I'm moving well, into you know, territory. That's not a cookie. That's naan. So that's a bread. Uh, and, she, yes, she makes uh, she makes clocks out of naan. Oh, okay. It looked like a cookie. As well as uh, rucksacks made from leftover insides uh, from Pam Shades. Do you think I could commission her to do a cookie? Oh, not rucksacks. Rusk snacks. I was going to say, a rucksack is pretty big. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty big. <laughs> So you make what backpacks you and uh, yeah. so anyhow, I thought it was kind of interesting. It is kind of weird, and it was food related. All right, let's get an answer to our donut clip. And what movie is this clip from? Here we go. Listen, um, are you hungry? I skipped breakfast. You want to have a donut, coffee, or something? All right, we're gonna go to Rich and see if he knows the answer. Hey, Rich, good morning. Hey, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, Rich. All right, what movie is it from? The American president. You are oh, yeah. When he first meets Sydney. Yep. And uh, asks her out on a little bit of a date. So I knew there was a donut in there, and that means that Rich is a winner is get the prize. All right, so we're going to hook him up with a Creed 3 Blu-ray combo pack. Michael B. Jordan is back as Adonis Creed, and you can own it now. All right. Uh, let me see. I do have uh, a couple more. We have time for Yeah. Yeah. I know we can do whatever we want. Because uh, we have more donut clips. You know what, let me yeah, let's, let's, just let's go the right around, do another donut clip, and then I'll, I'll give you another story, because we need to move these things along. Uh, so here, do it. whichever one you want. Yeah, this one. All right, here we go. What movie is this donut clip from? Go ahead and have a bite. Just a little bite. One little bite won't hurt you. Okay, so he doesn't say anything about a donut there. But he is wanting to eat a donut in that. Okay, I'm a little lost on this one. All right, let me play that again real quick. Go ahead and have a bite. Just a little bite. One little bite won't hurt you. Two one five two six three. Oh, donut! I have no idea what this one is. All right, uh, have you ever had trouble unwrapping a single slice for your grilled cheese? Yes. Craft singles will now be easier to open. Thank God. According to Kraft. It doesn't matter. I would never use the Kraft cheese for a grilled cheese anyway. Uh, this mm. has been... Hate salmon? <laughs> the most common customer concern. And uh, now the flap that you use to open a slice will be thicker and easier to find and grab. Why don't they put a zipper on it? Uh, the thicker wrappers are also coming with a new look. Those things um, are easy. I don't know what the new look is going to be about. It's these probably things. buckles. Uh, <laughs> uh, I get the I get the deli. Unbuckle know, that cheese, would uh, you? Individuals, the slice, and, and they're they they aren't individually wrapped. Preston, yeah. years ago, when you'd get when they weren't individually wrapped, and you would you know that that surgical process of Dude, trying to pre- peel off that top it, slice of cheese. It depends on what kind of cheese you're getting. Yeah, because sometimes <laughs> the slices stick together or yeah. it's too thin and it keeps falling apart and then you're getting like your fingernail marks in the cheese while you're trying to peel uh, them off. I'm dying over here! <laughs> then the cheese yeah, I'm trying to make a grilled cheese! I'm dying over here! Can we get Mr. Pacino? Can't you put zippers on these things? Can't you get, a, get him a straight answer for crying out loud? I'm just... here trying to make a grilled cheese! I'm dying! 
You know, they do, they, they have pre-sliced cheese at the deli counter now at your Acme, but I do kind of miss getting a slice there because they always give you a slice before they wrap it up. Sure. You know? yeah, and, go away. Yeah, go away, kid. You can ask to... grown up. You can ask to try those, you yeah. know, anything you're going to buy there. I drove here myself. <laughs> I didn't have a license. <laughs> Uh, Marissa How says, you, little fella? 40? <laughs> Cooper Sharp, but you don't have to worry about that. All right, uh, we'll see if somebody knows uh, the answer to this donut clip. Here we go. Go ahead and have a bite. Just a little bite. One little bite won't hurt you. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, we'll go to Eric. Hey, Eric. Eric! Yo, buddy. All right, what, um, mo- what movie? Taking a guess here, I'm going to say dodgeball. That is correct, yes. He would tempt himself, Ben Stiller. I got it now. Yeah. Hang on, Eric. We have a pair of tickets. Is 93.3 WMMR presents Royal Blood Saturday, September 30th at the Fillmore, Philadelphia. Tickets are on sale today at 10 a.m. via Ticketmaster. You can text the word ROYAL to 39333 for a link to the on uh, on sale info and another chance to win tickets at WMMR.com. All right, one more and then we're done, okay? Let's do the next one down. Got you. Okay, let's see if you can identify. Well, hang on. Um, This is a 27-second clip, or do I cut that out? Okay, it's long. Okay. That's okay. All right, so let's see if you know what movie this is from. Here we go. I spoke in the car about the hole at the center of this donut. And what you and Harlan did that fateful night seems at first glance to fill that hole perfectly. A donut hole in a donut's hole. But we must look a little closer. And when we do, we see the donut hole has a hole in its center. It is not a donut hole. But a smaller donut with its own hole. All right, 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. All right, this last connoisseur story is for Casey. Oh, yeah. Wetzel's Pretzels has opened its first standalone location. Uh, It is in La Habra, California. Oh. Uh, I know you're not going to get there, but... no. I'll drive across the country. Yes. Yeah. What do you say, guys? But here's the deal. They have new, never-before-seen menu items, which means if more of these pop up, then maybe you'll have more Wetzel's pretzels to love, Casey. So okay. you can try the pretzel chimney cakes and use a twisted pretzel as an ice cream cone mm-hmm. or, or a topped pretz with maple bacon or Nashville heat. Savory menu items include loaded bits, uh, a twist on loaded fries and more hot dog options as well. Okay, you we diced. We don't know if these will come to more locations or not. Perhaps that's the experimental station yeah. where they bring this out to the public and kind of see if it takes. They do, and their, then they move it around the country. They do their R and D. Yeah, I mean, I like just their standard standalone. Actually, no salt on the pretzel is delicious. I love that. My so you know, I'm game to try any of these new things as well. All right, good but, news. By the way, Steve, uh, I went to Veg uh, restaurant the other night. Phenomenal. Okay. They have a pretzel there, and it's vegan. It's a vegan. It, mm-hmm. it was uh, fantastic. Yeah, I don't know why I said at first, but ah, fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. Ah, fantastic. This is as fantastic. All right, let's see if somebody knows what movie this clip is from. I spoke in the car about the hole at the center of this donut, <laughs> and what you and Harlan did that fateful night seems, at first glance, to fill that hole perfectly. A donut hole in a donut's hole. But we must look a little closer. And when we do, we see the donut hole has a hole in its center. (laughs) It is not a donut hole, 
but a smaller donut with its own hole. I love his delivery. It's great. All right, let's go to Lewis, see if he knows. Hey, Lewis, good morning. Hey, I'll take you guys on sexually and physically. (laughs) (laughs) The two of you, the three of you. Um, All right, so... By myself, I'll take you physically. All right, Lewis, what movie is that from? That would be Knives Out. Good, good, sir. You got it. (laughs) Knives Out is correct. Hang on. Here's what we have for you, Lewis. We have a pair of passes to see the Transformers Rise of the Beast. This is going to be on June 5th at 7 p.m. at the UA King of Prussia. This is going to be in theaters on June 9th, so you're going to see this before everybody else. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, all right. And that is going to wrap up The Connoisseur. Are you liking The Connoisseur a little bit more? We started hating it, but now you might be coming around. Everybody loves it now. Uh, real quick, uh, Nick, I'm, I'm glad this text came up. Uh, this says... Uh, Somebody text, likes it now? It says, a special shout-out to the man working on Hole 15 of Westover Golf Course. Uh, he's listening to you guys this oh. morning. So thank you, Mr. Golf Maintenance Dude out there doing your work. And I'm glad he brought that up because I'm going to use our airways for something. I need a little help. Okay, here we go. All right. So I'm, I've... Uh, um, I would like money. No. <laughs> okay. All right, let's hear it now. Okay. No, next weekend I get the pleasure of playing uh, the number one golf course in the world, Pine Valley. I got an invite to it. So you want to play well when you go to Pine Valley. So I need to get out and play golf (laughs) as much as possible in order to feel comfortable. And I'm trying to find a place to play Sunday morning, and, like, everything's booked up, and I can't get on. So if anybody needs a fourth, Sunday morning. Sunday morning. And you don't live, like, way the hell far away. Like you do. Email me. Okay. I'm not looking for free golf. I just want to join some people who have a a tea time available. Would you like to play with the legendary Preston Elliott? I don't want want anything free, mind you, at all. But you'll gladly accept free things. I'm not not saying that. I am not saying that. You're the one that wants money. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm easy, like Sunday morning. Uh, yeah, email me, and uh, and I'll see if I can get out there. And I, I appreciate you uh, making that offer. You know, I drove past the uh, the 1912 Club yesterday. Yes. You ever play there? I have. I, I, never... I know the I know the superintendent. I'm oh, no there kidding. today. Yeah. Are you really? Yeah. It Do you have really... to wear, uh, wear garb, uh, uh, period piece clothing when you play there? At 1912? No. Yeah. It used to be Plymouth Country Club. Correct. Okay, yeah. Oh, yes. oh, I, so it when was... did it change... Uh, like three, four years ago. Okay. Like that. All yeah. right. So that's what threw me off because I saw on the, on the uh, side of the building, it just says 1912, and then it has a picture of a silhouette of a tree, and I, I didn't understand what the name of the club was. I was like, was it built in 1912 or whatever? But yeah, okay. That makes so, sense. shout out to uh, Gene Stricker, who is the, uh, oh, the superintendent. Oh, Gene. Yeah. Nice guy. Yep. That's where Jeff. I showed up in ripped jeans and sneakers, and I was like, my... Oh. And I had to go through the back door. <laughs> she was like, yeah, walk through the back door. You're good. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's good. It's a uh, it's good cost. You should try it out sometime. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, the bartender makes a good skinny margarita. Oh, <laughs> really? Just All, right. All right. We're going to take a break because we got guests joining us. Uh, Pitchuation is here this morning. Ah, nice. Uh, he's got a charity event coming up. We're going to do the Bizarre File and chat with him when we return. So stay with us. Who's playing where? When? Answer your Philly concert inquiries at WMMR.com. All the shows that rock, all in one place. Just click on our always up-to-date concert calendar at WMMR.com. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. Kidding! Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagles season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopinAndWinGame.com. 
Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one carat lab grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earth born diamonds. Well, you're right, but Steven will never sell a lab grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earth born diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, let's do the Bizarre File, and then we have a guest. Oh, no, let's do Froggy first. Yeah. All right, here we go. This morning by Circa Flags. Jersey Shore residents, check out CircaFlags.com for personalized beach gear. And you can customize your very own family logo in seconds to display on beach flags and apparel all summer long. That's Circa, C-I-R-C-A, Flags.com. This is my favorite story of the day. A man in South Carolina is accused of robbing a store with a gun-shaped controller from the 1980s Nintendo game Duck Hunt. Yeah. Very convincing. David Joseph D'Alessandro was arrested following the report incident at a quick stop convenience store. D'Alessandro is accused of walking into the store around 5.45 p.m. Tuesday wearing a mask, wig, hoodie, sweatshirts, and carrying the spray-painted Nintendo game (laughs) pistol. I love that. The suspect showed the clerk the fake gun in the waistband of his pants and then demanded money from the cash register. The sheriff's office said roughly $300 was taken from the register. Uh, Del Sandro was located in a Dollar General store parking lot down the street with the duck hunt pistol in his pants. <laughs> and he was arrested and booked into the... Did the guy laugh at him like the... <laughs> <laughs> yes. York County Detention Center. Do we have the... Do we have the laugh from that? That was supposed to be the laugh. It says duck. I mean, dog... Laughing SMX. That's not. Okay. That is not. That right. is not. We have, we have a whole bunch of different ones. Where is it? <laughs> oh, Yeah. I remember that. And then you have this one. There we go. All right. Moving on. A rider who apparently suffered a panic attack jumped out of a log while on the Splash Mountain ride just days before it was set to be closed at Disneyland. Oh, my God. I'm out of here. The video post. I never trusted this log. The video posted Monday night shows an unidentified rider walking down the ride platform after exiting one of the passengers 
uh, passenger carrying logs. Oh, this log does not look safe. A voice can be heard asking the person what they were doing, and uh, the person on the platform says, I can't. I'm seriously having a panic attack. Uh, the person who did not appear to be injured was then seen walking down some stairs and exiting the platform. What a perfect person to bring to an amusement park. A person said in the video, uh, can you do that? And another voice responds saying she just did. Well, why do we go on Screaming Night of Terror? After 34 years, the ride closed Wednesday to be reimagined as Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Uh. An escaped inmate was taken back into custody Wednesday morning after he was recognized as he was attempting to order a hamburger. Jason Lau Conrad, who's been on the run since Tuesday morning after escaping from a transport vehicle, was captured by authorities Wednesday morning following a short foot chase in Akron, Ohio. Yes, yes, it's me. <laughs> so I get this all the time. But what's interesting is how he was uh, how he was caught. So the 39 year old, uh, uh, or how he was found out. Uh, was it was a tip from a McDonald's employee wow. that led to his capture. Now, the employee identified the man who had pulled up in street clothes riding a bike around 8.30 a.m. from his tattoos and his limp. Uh, he reportedly... That looks like a convict limp. He reportedly tried to order a hamburger for $1, ah. but was told the restaurant did not offer those, and then he rode off. So it's, they seem suspicious in that... He wanted a hamburger for one dollar. Yeah, they don't sell them for one dollar. Uh-huh. Another nine one one call revealed that he was spotted riding uh, along. On yeah, I just got out of jail and I'm famished. And he was apted, uh, apprehended near train tracks. I would like to buy a hamburger. The hamburger. <laughs> He's French. <laughs> All right. Uh, another story on May seventh. TikTok user Samantha Jane Guptill shared a short video taken in line at a Florida area Duncan to her account that went mega viral. In the clip, which has amassed over 21 million views and 4 million likes, Guptill can be heard narrating the drive-through adventures of what may be America's most polite raccoon. So she's saying he wants some Dunkin' Donuts. And she was waiting in line with an unidentified second person who can be heard giggling off camera after watching the raccoon approach the takeout window. The driver pulls forward a bit to get a closer look. The raccoon waits patiently at the drive-through window, just sitting there. And she's going. She's saying in the video, "Are they going to give him a donut?" Guptill continues while watching a Duncan worker move around behind the counter through the drive-through window. And what Guptill and probably everyone watching the video said was not expecting or saw was not expecting the way the donut exchange went down between the raccoon and the Duncan worker. Using its uber dexterous fingers, the raccoon politely receives what appears to be a delicious-looking vanilla frosted donut in its paws <laughs> before then placing it in its mouth Aww. and just. It's so adorable. It's, it's just the that is adorable. We're watching it. Yes. Uh, you guys understand now why I was feeding the raccoons goldfish crackers out of my hands, right? No, it's right. just adorable. Uh, so they are. They, they, listen. Now this is in the daytime, though. If we haven't we learned raccoon at day, run away. Yeah. Raccoon at yeah. night, it's all right. Yep. Uh, so getting on all fours and then scurrying away into a nearby bush, likely enjoying his treat in peace. So. Out of my mind, rabid, but I'm dying for a donut. Uh, Guptill repeats, oh, my God, oh, my God. It is adorable. Adorable, strange sight. You remember that mangy raccoon we saw uh, playing golf in in Florida? I do. The raccoon was playing golf? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. They're good, man. They got their hands. Maybe yeah. that's why he was so mangy they looking. Yeah. Well, he, you know, he, had a, he had a strong grip. You he know, did. But, He's um, got opposable thumbs. Yeah. Uh, so, but according <laughs> you to... You call the, that a swing? Uh, she said, uh, he's so cute, he seemed like a regular customer, and uh, people were just loving it. It is adorable. Does he have the D.D. Perks? 
I don't know. He yeah. needs to get that app. Absolutely. And there you go. That's what I we're going to end with in the bizarre file. We have a guest who is here with us. This morning is here to talk about a charity event, and we have him by each year when the event is taking place. He's a former intern of right. ours and has become immortal on our program with clips like this. Why is that not? That should be louder than that. Okay. Uh, yeah, again. well, it's on the same channel that the uh, Tic Tac Dothy was I thought on. everything on this side was, it doesn't no, matter. It doesn't anyway, matter. but it's a crap uh, system. Clips like this. <laughs> that's better. And yeah. also this. Hey! It's the pituation. Hey! Hey! How you guys doing? Awesome. How are you, Rich? Man, I'm good. I'm here throwing my thing down. Woo! <laughs> throwing your thing, thing down. down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, you guys miss me. Yeah. <laughs> Always. I know Bill does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but you're doing the, the game show marathon. Yes. All right. Uh, how how many years, years now? So this is our 10th uh, time doing oh the game show God. marathon. Yeah. You guys put a lot of work. I mean, I'm, I'm proud of the what you guys are able to pull off. It's a big event. You do it right. Uh, you put production into it. And it's all for charity. Yes, that's right. Uh, all of our... Uh, you know, everything that we raise goes to a wonderful charity called Child's Play. Um, they uh, give toys um, and games to kids that are in hospitals and shelters all across the country. It's such a fantastic uh, organization. We're proud to support them. Um, and I got to say, um, I'm, I'm actually going to get a little smidge emotional here. Okay. Um, last year, you know, I came on the show. We did yeah. our thing, and I had a great time and everything. But, Steve, you turned to me and you said, you're going to hit $10,000 this year. And I was like, uh, you know, yeah. thanks. And but just the you blues know. talking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what that bottle is over there. Um, but, you know, it was our, that was our first one coming out of COVID, actually. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, I don't, you know, thanks, Steve, for the positive you right. know, confirmation. And then we did the event and we get to the final game, which is traditionally we always do deal or no deal as our final game. And... Mm. We get a lot of people that will, um, while they're watching the stream, they'll say, oh, we'll match your donation. Whatever you actually do in Deal or No Deal, we're going to hit. And the, the the donations started coming in, and it got close to 10 grand, 10 grand, and it turned. And we were just like, oh, uh, did did that just happen? Did we actually, like, wow. become, like, a legitimate wow. yeah, that's event? Awesome. That's awesome. And the donations kept coming in, and we finished last year uh, giving $11,000. Yeah. Yeah. So that means a kid who's in like a, a hospital situation has a game system or has yes. something to play with. And 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 uh, when I when I have a system that that is I'm not using anymore, I'll donate it to to Chop or any one of the cherries or Ronald McDonald House, uh, anything like that. It's it's because um, it just gives you a little. Uh, it's fun. It's a, it's a sense of community and it's it's cool. There's no downside to this charity. Yeah. And uh, Child's Child Play has de- directly partnered with CHOP, um, so it's great uh, yeah. to have that relationship here in the area. Um, and one of the things that you keep hearing over and over again when we're talking to the Child's Play people is normalcy. Yeah. When these, when you know, these kids are put in just, you know, just, you know horrible situations where they might have to, you know, be battling cancer or they have to, you know, have really painful treatments or stuff like that. Yeah. Then all of a sudden you, you can distract them with like hey did you get the latest video game or their their nurse will come and say hey how you how did you do on super mario 64 or something right you know and it's just it's it's just a wonderful way to get kids back to where they should be as kids and no, that, that keyword normalcy just stuck out to it's me. terrific nice. and it's also a 
homage to uh, classic game shows. Yeah, uh, so that, that's the the fun part about yeah. all you know. I, well, giving to charity is also fun as well. Yeah, but um, you know, for us, like this is like the the nerd. How about this? this? Is the nerd side of it is yeah. like we have like this little community that we've grown that we've all have like the same mindset that we grew up on these game shows. We watched them as kids. Um, and now we're trying to do our best to faithfully recreate them. Um, me, Corey, Christian, and Bob, we also have had this ridiculous dream that we wanted to be like game show hosts. And with this marathon, we get to do it. It's yeah. 24 hours, right? Yes, it's, it's 24, 24 hours. Gameshowmarathon.com is where you need to go, and that's where you can watch it, right? That is correct, yep. Okay. We stream live uh, right through the website, um, also on Twitch, I believe. And uh, it just you can watch the whole thing from start to finish, noon uh, on Saturday, and we go 24 game shows, 24 hours till noon on Sunday. Okay, that's what I was going to ask. What are the times? So 24 each game show takes an hour. Correct, yep. And uh, what are some of the games that you guys are going to be playing? So we have, like, your main stays we've got your jeopardy we've got your wheel of fortune but another kind of tactic to this is every year we want to switch it up right. you know you can't you, you, we all love family feud but i think if we did family feud a tenth time in a row i think it might get a little old so, so this year like we switched it up with a show called america says which is more like a um a fast uh, lightning round version of family feud okay it's, okay. it's kind of the same premise there's so a it's, survey. Like the, it's like the final round of of uh, family feud uh, yeah 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 and it's it's a more fast-paced version of it that airs on game show network and we're going to recreate that one so it's like it's interesting wow. we get to kind of manipulate and and pick and choose different games for different years um and we also get to try and see if we can faithfully do games that you think we don't think like, like i don't know like we're doing a game this year called Money Bags, which is going to be interesting because... Is that an actual game or did you create No, it? no. This is a game show okay. in uh, the UK okay. where uh, I give you a prompt and possible answers are on physical bags. Right. The contestants have to grab the bag if they want to select the answer. All right. So this is going to get interesting. because there's a big show be, in England? There, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's going to be interesting because it be phys- it's, it's a physical element. To okay. It. What's the hardest game for you guys to recreate? What, what do you think is the one that's just the most challenging to pull off? All right. So the one that's, that was the most challenging that we've ever pulled off um, has to be a show called Taskmaster. Okay. We did this ridiculous show where it, it's part like improv, part physical challenge and we actually had to do this ahead of time so we shot bits of it before the game show marathon aired and then we were able to recreate um and react to the footage in uh the studio during that hour but that required physical props it required editing beforehand and somehow we were able to put that together and that was a marvel you guys must spend months getting ready for this i mean it's most of the year maybe uh, i would say within the last six months it's like we got to hit the pedal of the metal because we got to hit this date and you're not phoning it in i mean i've seen some of it it's it's and and it's fun and you guys are having fun and uh I love the concept of the 24-hour marathon. Are there it's any just, games? Are there any games that involve celebrity impressions? Because we know <laughs> that you're a man of a thousand. There, voices. there could be. There, yeah. you know, if there's any improv games, right? yeah, you never know. There might be yeah. something we got to pull out, like Rocky or well, something like that. Or I didn't want to bring it up until <laughs> you, know, you know until it was appropriate. Here, you know, I just like do punchy when I talk. You know, I just, is that you, Stallone? That's just, uh, it's it's Christopher Walken for yeah. a second. Yeah, wait, I'm yeah. Like Christopher Walken. Oh, I got my celebrities mixed up. Uh, you know, you're a punchy. Oh, I was I was watching uh, punchy. Oh, <laughs> that was his joke last year, by the way, too. No, I was uh, I was watching. Was it dumb? What Judge Dredd? I am the law. Yeah, that was. I was just like, 
I, yeah. That, that is weird that that got away as, like, the final cut, you know, where he's like, I am the law! Like, whoa, okay, whoa. It's uncanny. It's like he's here. Like, what did they edit out? What didn't, right. what didn't make the cut? Right. Like, I'm now punchy. that I know, like, how <laughs> I'm the law and I'm punchy. <laughs> I'm you punchy today. Don't mess! <laughs> I don't know. Like, Who else do you do? Who else is uh, um, in your... Uh, in your... So, bag of tricks. All right, this one you're gonna have to. Everyone has to give me the honest opinion. Okay, on this because right. people right. tell me. Right. See if we can guess what it is. Yeah. yeah, people tell me I should submit this to you guys, but I don't know if they're doing this facetiously or okay. they're serious. Well, you really right. think you need to say, "Give me your honest opinion" <laughs> in this room? <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. All right, go all right, right. Yeah. Um, okay, wait. I mean, I'm, getting, I'm, getting, I'm getting the character. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Now turn turn yeah. around, yeah. Turn, yeah. turn around, yeah. and then turn back yeah. like, yeah. like yeah. old style so, impressionist. Uh, you merely adopted the dog. I was born in it, molded by it. I didn't see the light till I was nearly a man. I mean, you're doing Cagney. No, no, he's, no. He's doing Jimmy Stewart. Pain. Yeah, yeah, it's pain. Yep. All right. So, I, is that? Yes. Your accent is very bizarre. Oh, cousin, it's coming from. Did I? Did I not realize we were cousins, Steve? It's a lot of punching. You're being particularly punchy. I do a lot of punches. It's very. It works the abdominal muscle. Yeah. Wait, I got something for you here. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty bizarre. Uncanny. The pitch. I need you to stop talking. Okay. And shh. Uh, yeah, yeah. All right, we got to move on. We do, yeah. we do. Damn it! Uh, yeah. Well, listen, uh, we're very happy that the event has grown into what it yeah. is now, and and I, I know you have a goal of five thousand, but you can oh, pass that no problem. You can, yeah. you can do yeah, yes. Listen, grand, you're on the roll grand. now. Yeah. All right, so it starts tomorrow at noon. It's GameShowMarathon.com. It's a lot of fun, and it is a great cause, and uh, and it is great to see you. Uh, great to and see you guys. Your Thank podcast you. is Crispy Noodles. Yeah, we're still on. doing the Crispy Noodle podcast. We are doing uh, video. Uh, like you guys are doing, so we, we we made the jump to video. So you so can, check can us see out. you do the Bane impression. Yes, yeah, yeah. you can see me do it if you want to, <laughs> if you're so inclined. Yes. All right, we love you, Pitch. Thanks for being here. Thank you guys for Rich having me. Thank you. And the game show marathon. We're going to take a break. Uh, we have more guests on the way. Kevin James is coming up in a little bit, and actor Justin Collette, who is starring as Beetlejuice right. at the Academy of Music, which is now playing. We'll come back with him when we return. Stay with us. MMR presents the I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. Friday, June 16th, two locations in Oaks at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center or South Philly at the Event Center inside Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. Sign up now at WMMR.com. Donors get the newest Preston and Steve t-shirt, a window nation tote bag, ever fresh juice, and our sincere thanks for making a real difference in our community. Appointments are required. So secure your preferred time today at WMMR.com. The 18th annual I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. Benefiting the American Red Cross from 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. So the musical Beetlejuice is showing at the Academy of Music right now. It's going through June 11th. What I did not know is that this is the first stop on a nationwide tour. How about that? So we get it first here. In we Philly, finally rank. Which is fantastic. <laughs> but uh, it's going to be going until June of next year. And the gentleman sitting to my left is the title. Uh, he has the title role of this show. Please welcome Justin Collette. Yeah. 
Thank you. Good Thank morning. you, everybody. Hey, congratulations on, you know, the title role of this show. That's fantastic. That's right. That's right. They can't cut me. <laughs> no. I can't, done. I can't be cut. They're committed. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can replace you. <laughs> oh, they won't. Yeah. Oh, God. I never even yeah. thought about that. Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, that is a that is a beefy role to take on. Uh, is it big, so much beef. boisterous, you know, over-the-top other words that start with B type of role? Yeah, it's every B word for um, sure. And uh, it's got to be so much fun to play. It really, really is. I mean, he's just such an un hinged character that yeah. gets to go out and interact with the audience and you can tell them off and people love it. I got to assume that fantastic. you have the element because it's so, you know, whatever you throw into it, you can change it from night to night Yeah, at, at your discretion, right? Yeah, it keeps it alive and it feels like uh, it, 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 uh, it doesn't get boring, yeah, which yeah. is really well, nice. You know, you're doing something eight times a week. It's really nice to be able to have the audience believe that something is like bespoke and for sure for them. And, you know, I that, talk to them so much during the show that... They, it is. That's an issue a lot of times. Some people get, like, worn down. If they're, I mean, I, I, yeah. I couldn't see, like, doing Inherit the Wind. You know, <laughs> Inherit? Tonight. What's what? Inherit the Wind? <laughs> like, what? Any dramatic players. <laughs> I love Inherit the Wind. <laughs> but you couldn't All do this you... wind will be yours someday, my son. Uh, I watched it. I was there on Wednesday night. I, I was there with my daughter, and the, the energy in the crowd was great. But uh, And I was curious as to uh, what was... Uh, Ad libbed and what was improvised and what is in the script because like you do play with the audience yeah uh, quite a bit it's very and, cool and it's really really cool and really funny stuff but I was like man I'm like I wonder if that was in the script or if that is just you know so just curious like do you get to improvise a bunch or no. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you have to, too, when the audience decides to speak to you directly. Uh, but I, honest, I don't remember because every show is so different. I don't even know what I did on Wednesday. So what would what would cause them to speak to you directly yeah. because you're in oh, the audience? I ask myself that question every show, <laughs> uh, every single show. What is causing you to speak to me directly right now? Now, sometimes it's fun. Sometimes they'll cheer at weird moments. Or in D.C., there was like a like a 12-year-old boy sitting in the front row that just kept cheering me on during my last monologue. Wow. And so I, I told him to F off. And everybody oh. cheered, and it was like my dream. Oh, it was a full great. dream of mine. Um, yeah, no, they. Uh, I think they feel by the end of the show that Beetlejuice is like a friend of theirs, and they just want to talk to him so badly that Act 2 gets a little dangerous when people want to interject and give me advice. Well, Beetlejuice is a malevolent character, ultimately. Yeah, but, but a little sensitive. Yes. You know what I mean? True, true, yeah. I just want someone to look at me. So with the with the movie being as, as uh, classic as it is now, I mean, it's, you know, it's a part of uh, people quoted and, and, and uh, you know, it was Michael Keaton, just a huge role for him. Yeah. Obviously, they're going to do it again. They're making a sequel to it. Yeah. How much of what he did on screen informs of the the character that you're playing, and and maybe some of his style? Any of it, or did you take it all on your own, or to have some nods to what he did? Oh, total nods to okay. what he did. Yeah, no, I wanted to do like a superhero version of Beetlejuice, where uh, Alex Brightman, who played him on Broadway, did such a great original job of making that character kind of his own. And I thought going into this that I wanted to take, you know, bits and mannerisms from the both of them. Uh, and then just attack it with the same spirit both of them did, which is just, you know, pure animal instinct. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How you react to any situation. Yeah. No, I will say uh, it was, um, I mean, uh, other than like the, the, the outfit that you were wearing, I, I didn't. It was all it was all you and, and your interpretation of the character. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I find that sometimes I do like little like you know what I mean. Like there's like a couple <laughs> right. things that he says in the movie uh-huh. that like you can't. They're so addictive and such ear candy that you want to you just want to do. It. Well, <laughs> and by the way, this 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 musical I would say is R rated. 
Oh, okay. PG-13 is what it is, right? Mm. Is it PG-13? Yes. yes, I'm looking at the marketing person right now. PG-13. Yeah. Okay. Please bring your child. Yeah, well, I did. I brought my 17-year-old. I probably would have brought my 14-year-old uh, as well. But, uh, you know, there was that. But it was funny, man. Yeah, it's it honest. Was, yeah. It's, not, it's honest, and it's not cruel. Mm-mm. But you will, you'll learn some stuff. Uh, does it follow the storyline exactly? Do you guys take some twists and turns with it from the film? Yeah, no. It, it, uh, so Beetlejuice and Lydia have a total of, like, I think 12 minutes of screen time each in the movie. Like his, his first scene isn't until, like, an hour plus into the film. Um, this, the movie's more about the Maitlands, and uh, our show is way more about Beetlejuice and Lydia. Oh. It takes more, like, I think the cartoon vibe of, like, following their relationship and what the two of them want to do. So uh, it really follows Lydia's uh, uh, story. and it, it follows, like, the, the narrative of the movie exists and is there, but we really flesh out a bunch of different stuff. Yeah, on, on a stage version, you'd default to the Beetlejuice character more than the other stuff and make more sense. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. I mean, Lydia is such a huge part of the show. It really is. It's a really nice, like, sweet and sour candy where her story is, like, she's lost her mom and she's going on this really beautiful journey to figure out how to deal with, like, death and grief and I think a very sincere way. Right. And then I pop out and I'm hosting, you know, like, a game show full of skeletons. <laughs> And speaking of which, um, Lydia is played by this young woman named Isabella Esther, who like just graduated high school. Yeah, she's she, a unicorn. She is a uh, she's a powerhouse. She's yeah. an absolute force up there. Yeah, and, she's um, an unbelievable person. She's yeah. very she's very smart, very kind, very hard work. Like if I had that job when I was nineteen, I would not. I don't know how she's doing it. It's it's incredible. You mentioned Alex Brightman, and he uh, he is a big um, movie fan and a big uh, um, you know he he likes uh, cult movies. You are yourself, right? You're a big horror fan, are you not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. so and you do. You, what was I reading? My Neighbors Are Dead. Yeah. The podcast. I was unfamiliar with this. Explain what that is. So this is a great podcast. I was doing a show in Detroit, and uh, I, I I went to the, and I did the Second City in, in Chicago uh, when, oh my God, like forever ago. And then I did a lot of improv and sketch comedy forever before I, I filmed into this world. And someone in that community had come to see the show in Detroit and asked me to be on their show. I think it's a great premise. The idea is they uh, interview somebody who is on like the periphery of a famous horror movie. And right. get their point of view on what's going on. So I I think for that one, I played the guy who was in charge of the pool at the Overlook Hotel for The Shining. Right, you uh, never met Just him. trying to get people to come back and hang out at my pool, <laughs> despite the horrible stuff that's happened at the hotel. That's great. That's Still awesome. a great place for your family. Come down to the pool. We got a buffet. Please. Uh, I wanted to ask, you played uh, the lead in School of Rock. Uh, I did. On Broadway, right? That's right. Um, and that had to have been a fun one as well. I mean, there's so much great music. and You are a musician, yes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played in a punk band when I was a teen for a while. My first shows were like playing in smoke-filled bars. <laughs> uh, so then the, doing the Winter Garden was a fun a fun switch. I actually got a teaching degree as like a backup plan right before I booked that job on Broadway. And it was hard, easier for me to do that than to get a real teaching job. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, my co-star was 13, 10-year-olds. Actually, wow. uh, one of the, the kids who played Tamika uh, uh, went to the show last night. And there's actually another kid from School of Rock coming to the show tonight. It just was such a fun... It's got to be wild. Like, like a real teacher. Teacher would see, yeah, you see all these come kids. back, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, we, I think we would change like seven or eight of the kids every like six months. So I was there for almost two years. So there's like 30, 35 of them that I got to perform wow. on Broadway with, and now they're like full adults. Some of them are, are like like famous. Some of them are going to be like doctors. It's just it's it's, it's wild. You just feel so proud. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm so proud of my kids. It's great source material. If you follow the trajectory of Michael Keaton. 
is Batman in your future at some point? Oh, I can't wait. I'm gonna what's let's let's get nuts. Yeah. <laughs> get nuts. I can't believe that's the catchphrase they kept for yeah. that flash trailer, by the way. I thought that that was more of like a blip we wanted to forget. Not just like it's showtime. I but. think it became so so like not mocked, maybe, perhaps, but it was just like, that's kind of a weird delivery that yeah. it, they're, they're, they're sort of acknowledging it in the in the trailer. Because even everyone goes, I'm, I'm Batman. But even oh, in the trailer, sure. he goes, yeah, I'm Batman. I'm ba- yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. yeah, he's so over the mo- the better catchphrase. And then I think straight down the barrel of the camera went, let's get nuts. Like a dad at a baseball game. Have you ever had a chance to meet him, Michael Keaton? Uh, no, no. Michael, please. Yeah, <laughs> come say hi. I, yeah. I, I, you know, I, he's just one of my favorite actors, and he nails the Beetlejuice role. But he's like so subtly funny, you know, yeah. in, in the mannerisms. And um, are you are you able to be subtly funny at a Broadway show or a show up on stage? Because the the way that you deliver comedy on stage is different than on screen. I think so. Uh, yeah, I think that because it's Beetlejuice, I get to do such a range. Uh, so I think some of the stuff that I, I get to do is like very broad, very big, very cheesy. Like I can hit those musical theater moments, but I think it adds to a lot of the tension when I break and just do something that I would do if I was in like a club performing for 80 people because we're mic'd. So yeah. I don't actually have to project like, you know, I'm in a Greek theater <laughs> 5,000 years ago. So it does pick up on like little mannerisms and and depending on what theater we're playing, like this theater is one of the most gorgeous theaters I've been in in my life. But yeah, it's, it is amazing. It's so tall and yeah. you feel like they're surrounding you at all times that it's very fun to be able to look anywhere and know you're like looking dead in the barrel of someone's eyes. <laughs> uh, there's some songs that are, you know, entrenched in films and you think of the scene immediately. And obviously there's there's a couple of them, you know, uh, Harry Belafonte and... Yeah. Uh, and Beetlejuice in the film, um, do they make their way into the musical? Absolutely. Okay, I would Absolutely, hope so. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Harry Belafonte just passed away. Yeah. Uh, uh, such a fantastic artist, activist. Uh, yeah, his uh, his music is, it, it, it just gets an applause break when it comes in the show almost every night. I yeah, those it. are the only songs that I actually knew going into it. Although, you, yeah. no, 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 there's a song called Dead Mom. Dead Mom. That, of course, <laughs> you have a teenage daughter, right? Yeah. You know Dead Mom. Well, no, so, uh, so I have a, two of my daughters, they, they love to sing, and so my one daughter was in a singing showcase two weeks ago, and one of the girls uh, that was performing did Dead Mom, and I had no idea what it was from, I, and so that was the first time I heard it was some, you know, like, 10-year-old girl, uh, like Kelly Music in Havertown. I was like, okay, and then so when I got to hear... Isabella sing it, uh, it was, I mean, it just blows your socks off. Yeah, the thing about the music in this show that I think is very cool is I haven't seen a lot of musicals where they kind of tailor the genre of the song to the character who's singing it. Oh. So Isabella's songs, like Lydia's songs are kind of like like punk rock musical theater. Like it's like it opens with a chugging palm muting chord that goes, it's, it's, it's so cool. All my stuff is just... Stream of consciousness, chaos. <laughs> right. The Maitlands who play like the straight characters, I, th- I say would have like more classical musical theater numbers than right. just like straight like Rogers and Hammerstein stuff. It's it's really kind of it's exciting, and the genre doesn't get boring. So we have we have a friend who uh, who uh, works on Broadway, Justin Guarini, uh, mm-hmm. who's from Philadelphia, and he's doing uh, Once Upon a One More Time is his uh, show right now, and he said he. They've been working on that show for like years, six, seven years or yeah. something that's like that. Normal, yeah. And, and that's what it, that's it's what he was un- telling us. It's insanity. I was just talking to our uh, director, uh, Alex Timbers, about this the other day, about how long a development process uh, takes in this. And there's just, you know, you'll do like a reading and then you'll meet with all the producers and be like, I think that was great. Let's do it. They're like, yeah, exactly. We'll do a second reading. Yeah. Six months. Is everybody available? And everyone's like, no. (sighs) Yeah. All right. So like it takes forever to get all these people together. That show Corn, they were saying, took 10 years, a decade 
that they had been working on it, and now it's a huge hit. They started working on Beetlejuice in 2010. Wow. Mm. And you had, so, wow. so you take something that's starting from scratch. You had a source material. Yeah. And, that, yeah. and that's right. with a movie. Right. To yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Where this that's is amazing. Yeah. When, when wow. they go just absolutely from the page to the stage without, a, you know, a, a, a refracting through something yeah. else. Unless you're Andrew Lloyd Webber, who he got <laughs> School of Rock up in nine months. Wow. Jeez. Where he just walked in like two months into rehearsal and was like, guess what's happening in November? <laughs> so, so if you're an actor, if you're a stage actor and you go and you, you start going through this audition process, how can you focus on one thing when you don't know if... It will be around in five years or not. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, this job isn't secure. It's crazy. This is not a normal job. Yeah. No, you just like, you, you hope that some of your stuff gets picked up and yeah. some stuff that you don't. I mean, I, I auditioned for this for like 10 months. Wow. 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 I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's like. You even get to a point where you're like, I don't even know if I want this thing anymore. <laughs> Every single day <laughs> of my life. <laughs> Look in the mirror when yeah. I get to work. Well, I want to ask you a, a technical question. You mentioned mm-hmm. being mic'd. So how many uh, is, uh, so you have 11 people on stage. Everyone has a separate mic. Oh, yeah. Okay, so. Th- you know um, what's really complicated, too, is their area labs. Mm-hmm. So they, they take up everything that's around your 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 face. Like, they're right. hanging in front. I mean, um, that's not, that's, that's a different, I wasn't right. on the mic there. But we, we don't have monitors because of that, because it would give feedback. So you're right. not wearing personal transmitting mics. They're covered by. Yeah, we have wireless personal oh, transmitting you are. mics. Okay. They like, stick through our wigs, and they just kind of hang. And wow. You don't, you you don't have uh, in-ear monitors? No. So, wow. How do you hear the music and Muscle all that? Muscle memory. We can hear the music okay. because the music gets pumped back in us. But you can't hear what's coming uh, out of each singer individually. Not wow. really. That's got to be a nightmare. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so wait. Uh, you answered a question I had for you. Uh, you were wearing a wig that whole time? Because yes, at one point, not my natural hair. Well, no. <laughs> we'll reveal it here on the Preston and Steve show. <laughs> I wasn't sure if it was like uh, hairsprayed. And because at one point your, your hair changes. Yes. And then it changes back. And I'm like... They do that. They yeah. do that. There are a couple of times where, like, li- like you appear on the stand. I'm like, where the hell did he come from? Like, yeah, yeah I'd, I'd love that stuff. I mean, yeah, me too. Away. Yeah. Um, I want to ask about the, you, you know, being a professional actor and you're know, talking about how long it takes for a production to get on stage. And I think I uh, heard about this with, like, Dear Evan Hansen. When they changed the Evan Hansen parts out, that, like, you get, like, one rehearsal with the cast and that's it. <laughs> is, is that where? Is, <laughs> Yeah. It, that's it, right? Yeah. I mean, I was, uh, I, so I, I'm i the first person to play Beetlejuice on this tour, so I had a full rehearsal process. Okay. We were in New York for a few weeks, and then we uh, uh, put the show up in Paducah, Kentucky. Paducah. Which is actually a very nice spot. Uh, and But for School of Rock, I rehearsed across the street from Winter Garden for three weeks. And then if they want to put you on stage, they got to pay like 12 unions to get you like through the front door of that building. So they don't do it until the very last day. So the day that I made my debut, I get what's called like a put-in, where you get to do the show once. Uh, and not everybody's always in costume. Is all he... the house lights are on. Oh. You don't get all the stuff. They only want to pay like half the... Like, so all the critical unions like that make like trap doors work and mm-hmm. stuff. But you get to walk through it once. Once before you go on stage. And then you go oh, crazy. Wow. Yeah. And I stopped the show three times in the rehearsal. I couldn't get my shoes on. I almost broke Brandon Niederauer, who's one of the greatest guitar players on planet Earth. I almost, I almost broke his arm. 
Wow. I was supposed to throw him in one of these scenes, and he was like, hey, throw me a little harder, Justin. I was like, no problem. I flipped this kid. All the producers lose it. The director's laughing because he knows the kid told me to throw him hard. I was just, like, losing my mind. Something's got to go wrong in every single show, I would think, with so many moving parts. I mean, and, and I'm talking about something obvious or glaring, but there's got to be some little mess-ups that happen in almost every single show, I would for think. For sure, for sure. One of my favorite ones that stopped the show was when we first opened in San Francisco. We have fog for this netherworld scene, and the fog fog machines broke, mm-hmm. and they flooded the whole stage, <gasps> and it, like a, a, you could not see through this mist. <laughs> and so it's in this netherworld scene where there's all this big, it's like a, yeah. the big dance number in the show so all these dancers dancing in the mist and then all you see is like a Miss Argentina poke her little head <laughs> above all the mist and then get dropped down so we had to stop the show and that we had, that night we had like a particularly insane crowd and then one of the stagehands had to go out with a giant fan <laughs> to try to blow all the smoke off the stage just this like Amazing, like Teamster head of props walked out with a fan, and he got the biggest applause of the entire show. <laughs> oh, no. In my dressing room, after he's like, "Hey, they like me a little more than you." Are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's Justin Collette. If you're just tuning in, and he stars as Beetlejuice, which is at the Academy of Music uh, now through June 11th, and uh, and then it moves on. And you, so this is the beginning. This is this is the full. Uh, national tour, and you're you're in this for the whole year, right? I'm in this for a whole wow. year. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Do you get breaks uh, between cities from time to time, where you can, or is it just one to another? Uh, it's mostly just. I mean, our day off is technically Monday, but it's a travel day, and honestly, it's the day I hate the most. Oh, okay. really? It's the way. Yeah, you got to like pack up your stuff. Yeah. Into a car, get to an airport, or drive somewhere. Yeah. Unpack your st- it's horrible. Are what? you like an organized? Most of my, my bags. I have, all my stuff is in bags. Sorry, what were you saying? No, no, because you're constantly moving. So, like... You'd per- think. <laughs> no, you think no. I'd sit down one day and be like, let's get this together. <laughs> Won't happen. I, div- I, I gain more bags, and I just throw them into a car, and I drive them around. At yeah. a certain point, that's what happens. If ever you do anything, Preston was in, in a rock band. I did stand-up for a while, and if you're, oh, ju- yeah. you're, you're just like, that, nah, forget it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think at some point, if I just you know sat down and got organized and measured stuff and figured it out, but I, I, don't, I don't know. Kathy, he needs a consultant. Yeah, yeah. I do. <laughs> I can come packing packing cubes for you. Here's your underwear. Here's your socks. You say packing cubes? Yeah. Oh, I have packing cubes. Every time I do laundry, they didn't just get stuffed in the bottom of the suitcase. I'm like, whatever, whatever. Uh, Where are you originally from, Justin? I was born on the east coast of Canada. Oh, no kidding. New Brunswick. No one knows where that is. Even Uh, in Canada. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I lived there. I went to to college there. And then I moved to Chicago for a year. Uh, Then lived in... Anyway. Yeah. Toronto. Yeah, yeah, actually, when were you doing Second City, by the way? Because I was there in... 2000. I mean, I did I did the conservatory program there in like 2009 and 2010. And I used to go to a theater called IO. I think it's called Improv Olympic. No, or no, it was backwards. Like she got sued for calling it Improv Olympics. <laughs> <laughs> no, they changed it to Olympic IO. Improv. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was when it was across the street from uh, Wrigley Field. And it was amazing. I got to like, um, when I was there, like A.D. Bryant, Sicely Strong, Jordan Klepper. Like a bunch of just incredible like, comedians were making their way up. That's a good collective. It was a really yeah. good collective and, you know, I got to do, I mean, I don't know if you, uh, you know the alt comedy scene, but I got to work a show called TJ and Dave every week for a year. TJ Jagodowski and Dave Pasquese, just the best improviser comedians in the world. Have you, have you ever uh, 
considered making a run at uh, SNL or, or anything of that nature? Were you, uh, they all come from the world of improv. That's, yeah. You know, all those different troops. It's the only job that has a worse schedule than I do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's true. It's very, it's, it, it crushes you. Yeah, it's where I, I started wanting to do that, I think. I mean, that's obviously, I think, why I went to Second City was I, I just liked, I, I was obsessed with, uh, I, I, like, Will Ferrell. Like, that whole that, yeah. whole that whole cast of Saturday Night Live was right right in the sweet spot for me. And um, I thought they were so funny. And I uh, that's what got me into improv and got me into sketch and, and doing that. And then just the more sketch I did, I think I kind of branched out into, like, writing. I was doing everything. Right. I, just, I didn't care what. What broke? I would have taken any job. I think is the real answer to that. And you've done writing. You've done it for an animated. Oh, show? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done writing. I've written for cartoons. Uh, I've written. Uh, I was in a sketch comedy group uh, up in Canada that we were, you know, briefly worked with, like Bruce McCulloch from Kids in the Hall. Yes, he's great. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it was kind did of you see the funny. new uh, the new uh, series? Yeah, one of the girls in my sketch group actually was the the the, the showrunner for that, the head writer for it. <laughs> he yeah. picked it right up, man. They didn't yeah. lose a beat. It's so good. Yeah, it's I was, so I was good. blown away. And they did full frontal nudity. Full frontal nudity. <laughs> <laughs> Episode. Yeah, <laughs> there were cops when they were doing that, right? Yeah. <laughs> I got to see it. I love Kevin that. Cop. Just, uh-huh. This is probably a stupid question, but uh, the writer's strike doesn't affect your line of work at all, does it? Well, it's not affecting my exact like line of work right now. But I don't know if you've been following. There's like a bunch of drama around the Tonys about yes. whether or not they uh-huh. can have right, the WGA for they're, a while. They're going to do it though, right? They're going to do it in a modified version. They're just going to put them in a bin at the front door. <laughs> <laughs> Did you deserve this, Tony? <laughs> <laughs> There's a bin outside of it. Some of you have earned them. Some of them have not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you know Broadway. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I don't. They, they. I, I've vaguely kept an eye. I know where they're saying like screenwriters have, or sorry, stage writers have stepped in to cover. I don't know if they're in a different. I don't know. I they're don't working know. it somehow because there's some they're shows that, that, out. that are on and are clearly somebody's writing something, but they're getting a pass. I don't know, like you know how that's I working. I think because our show is already written and up, it's like allowed. Anything that was like written before, I think, is allowed to be right. produced, been, but nothing can be written after and then be produced. I think that's I think probably right. Yeah, I that think it's how it's working. Right. Yeah. Well, listen, we want to point people in the direction of the show Beetlejuice at the Academy of Music. It's now through June 11th has the Casey Boy seal of approval. No yes, yeah. thank absolutely you. loved it, and you can get tickets at Kimmel Cultural Campus. Dot org. Um, thanks for coming in this morning. It's really Thank you nice for having to meet me. You. We appreciate you it. Guys, yeah. and good luck with everything. Thank you. All right, let's hear it for Justin Collette, hey! guys. Uh, we <laughs> will take a break. We will come back in just a moment. Stay with us. Kevin James joining us when we return. Yeah, we want to go for a ride in the car. Our tail is so wagging right now. Take us along with the MMR app. It's Apple CarPlay and Android compatible, which means we get to sit in the dashboard screen. We'll even send you notifications if you want. Download it and try it now. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagles season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. 
free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Stephen only sells real natural earth-born diamonds. Well, you're right, but Stephen will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled. Buy real natural earth-born diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Kevin James and a little less than 10 minutes for schedule to have him, so I think I better utilize that time to clean out my junk drawer. It's the junk drawer. Preston's cleaning out his junk drawer. Getting things out of his junk drawer. Finding stuff here in the junk drawer. Let me dive in and see what we can find. All right. The 2023 Scripps National Spelling Bee uh, ended. It happened last night, and it ended the old-fashioned way with two competitors left on the stage. There was no spell-off required this year. Thank God. I Uh, I felt like the final word was, listen, in terms for us, yes, but, like, I didn't think it was all that well, com- compared to some of the other words, it was not. Yeah. You're right. But uh, Dev Shaw was his name, an eighth grader from Largo, Florida. And the word he spelled was uh, samophile uh, correctly with the uh, for the 95th National B and won the $50,000 prize. I like when it's decisive like this and there's not that lingering thing, you Nick, know. Nick, did you see? Did, I did not, Okay, no. did you spell that or uh, try? Well, I, I probably need to do the things that they do, like uh, give me a, a hint or whatever. The, the Country of origin. That All right, I'll, I'll tell you what it is. I'll give you the the definition. Hang on a second here. Uh, a samophile is an organism that prefers or thrives in sandy soils or areas. I don't know the origin or any right. of that stuff. Uh, it's it's a noun, obviously. I'm probably going to get it wrong, but I would go uh, S A M M O P H I L E. Dude, you got you missed. So it starts with a P. Yeah, oh, yeah. P.S. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So P.S. Uh, uh, but other, other than that, you got it all one hundred percent. Way to go, me. Way to go, you. Hey, was there a um, Delco representative in the uh, B? No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me let me spell something for you. F- <laughs> you. You. Uh, that was such a genuine laugh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and I also have no, no idea. Uh, I, not that I know of, Casey. I know the there are, uh, the, the, the last couple of champions have been of Indian descent, correct? I have no idea what Shaw's uh, uh, heritage is, but his name is Dev Shaw. Yeah. Uh, and he's from Largo, Florida, but um, I do not know. There's also, he beat out um, second place with Charlotte Walsh from uh, Arlington, Virginia, and she could yes, not. Could you use that? Sentence, please. <laughs> uh, she could not nail uh, Davely, D A V I E L Y. That was very Davely. Um, so she got twenty five grand for second place. Not bad. Third place was uh, Shraddha uh, Rakhmurde and Asurya Kapu, and they each won twelve thousand and five hundred dollars. So wow. nice take for everybody. That's yeah, a, that's a, I mean, it's super stressful, those things. So some of the other words, the other ones that Shaw got right, I mean, like, I can't even pronounce. Yeah. Um, uh, Bethy Pito, 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 Pitotmeter. <laughs> Bethy Pitotmeter. I, I, you okay. know Bethy Pitotmeter. Uh, she keeps handies in the balcony. <laughs> oh, my God. Tolcester. Uh, Romac. Uh, a gargris. 
Agagris? By the way, may we assume that the judges have to be, I guarantee you, they all don't know how to pronounce these words. They have to get the proper pronunciation down pat before they do this, right? Oh, well, sure. They have to. They're they're probably spelling bee people themselves. But uh, how about this one? Uh, Shisto Roshis. Oh, yeah. Shisto Roshis. Shisto Roshis. So let me spell that for you. S-C-H-I-S-T-O-R-R-H-A-C-H-I-S. So what uh, definition there or no? Uh, No. All right. Here's another one. Poliorxetics. Periochi. Perioichi, uh, exhortation. Okay, that one I got. Kokomot. Uh, That's the uh, oh, Beach Boys song. Yeah. Down, in, Aruba. down in Kokomot, uh, Aruba, Jamaica, Shistorakaratus, uh, Argios is one. That sounds like one you would know, Steve. Argios? Ardios. R A R. It means goodbye in Spanish. A R No, that's adios. A R D O I S E. Ardois. Okay. Ardois. Atwa. I don't know. So swa. Voulez-vous coucher of mequoi? Oh, it's a kind of slate. Yes, a slate used for sleeping, correct? I don't know. Slate bedrock. Yeah, it's like a slate used as bedrock. No, it's a uh, slate, as in a type of slate. The rock, a thing that you would find in a slate, in a slate place. Um, so the moment that he word that he heard the word, Shaw knew that he he won. Like it, like he that was a word. Samophile, he knew it was one that he knew. They have to study rent. By the way, over the course of the years, lists have a, have been um, you know put together, and they can repeat and and actually study past victories. Um, Casey's right. Yeah. There was a Delco native in the, in the spelling bee last night. No kidding. And actually he's from right around, uh, where I grew up. He's from Morton, Pennsylvania. Morton. Yeah. So Morton and Rutledge, those are the two towns that we have the same zip code as, uh, as Morton. Collectively they're known as Dorton. (laughs) (laughs) It would be Rorton, I guess. Uh, but yeah, 19070. Uh, so. Wow. Was one of the finalists? It looks like he. Uh, this, this year's came in yeah. 10. It says 11 finalists. That's pretty good. That's yeah. excellent. Who's there from Bucks County? I think he was born in Bucks County, actually. <laughs> uh, I don't know. But he, for some reason, goes to Garnet Valley Middle School, which is not near Morton. Um, is, and Garnet Valley is a public school, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Maybe he lives in two households. Yeah, so uh, his name is Pranav, and he loves reading books and solving Rubik's Cubes. All right. Very good. Oh, man, my, my uh, son's friend... Uh, came in second or third in a national competition for solving Rubik's cubes oh as, as fast as. <laughs> oh, you mentioned possible. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like what was the time, man? I, Steve, I took this kid to a, a Sixers game um, a couple of months ago, and uh, under two seconds, it's it's remarkable to see because it doesn't even look like his. It, it looks like a machine's doing yeah, it. Yeah, it's yeah, some yeah. kind of yeah. optical illusion. Yep. Um, but his name's Topher, and uh, he he's of Chinese descent. He is unbelievable in, in how quickly he can do this. Uh, I hope this isn't an indication of my intelligence, but uh, I have never once been able to solve a Rubik's Cube. No! no. no. You can't either? No. no. My, my no. son can, but he learned it from Preston's son. Like, yeah. I was just saying, is there a way? Yeah, can somebody teach me? Like, you I've, can be yeah. taught. I've yeah. always wanted to do it, and... Could never it's do like it. up one, left two, you know, like uh, over, down, you know, and so right foot an, in, left foot out. There's an algorithm, so uh, two in the pink, yeah, two in the pink, one in the stink, right. 
But uh, no, I wouldn't be able to figure it out with my own brain. But, what, but, but like the okay. equation is the angle of the dangle plus the heat of the meat equals the torque of the door. That's right. But that can't be it. It, it, it you just do that. Yeah, yeah. essentially that pattern yeah. the entire for until it's solved. Until it's solved. Yeah. There are people yeah. that do something um, similar to that. That'll do the the much larger versions that have a lot more s- oh my God. squares on them. Yep. There are ones that'll do two at once. Yep. Uh, which is pretty wild. There's a kid at my pool who can do it. Um, I think he was he was getting like under a minute, which <laughs> was really impressive to watch him do it. And if he if it went over a minute, like he would get angry. Uh, yeah, yeah. Carter could he, he back when he was in his prime, you'd hand him one and he just he'd crank it out <laughs> with, within a you know a minute or so. Yeah, and I just like that's insane. I, I don't need, I don't want to know how to do that. <laughs> I'm actually it's it, I'm, I want to do it one time. Okay, well I'm sure. Listen, I'm sure there's a YouTube video that shows you the algorithm on how you do it. But yeah, I, it just seems impossible. And they, and they sell these speed cubes, which yes. makes it easier because I couldn't even twist the nail. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> freaking you Rubik's you cube. Freaking Rubik's cube. Oh, my son can't even can do it. Freaking do it. He can do it uh, blindfolded. That, wh- shut up. Yeah. Can, How? Uh, oh, so so, oh, no, so no, no. he'll look at it before he puts the blindfold on. Correct. Uh, no. And then can do it that I'm way. sorry. Yeah. That's like that's like Children of the Damned. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Now, when yeah. you see people yeah. juggling it and doing three as they're juggling them, that's no. impressive. Too. No, no, I, I, right. I, I'm, I'm frightened of those children. <laughs> yes. I'm, well, I, I'll tell you something impressive. Our next guest oh. Oh, yeah. is going to be uh, at the Kimmel Cultural Campus. Or actually, he's going to be playing at the Academy of Music. Uh, which is on the Kimmel uh, Cultural Campus. But uh, it's great that he's coming back to Philadelphia because uh, he loves the town. The town loves him. Yeah, absolutely. It's a mutual love thing. Please welcome Mr. Kevin James to the show. Hi, wow. Kevin. Thank you. Hey. Thank you. Thank you. How are you guys? We, doing well. We're doing great, man. And yourself? I'm doing great. I'm, I'm excited to come there. Uh, you're right, man. It's a mutual love. I, I, I love Philly. And... Uh, I'm just I'm excited to get in there and uh, and then have some fun with everybody. Awesome! It's it's always great when you return to the stand up stage. That's where you you know I, you're you're I'm I'm sure all the stuff you do phenomenal, but the passion has to be with that original thing that got you to the dance. You spent so many years doing stand up comedy, correct? It, it is. It is, and it's like it's yeah. It's, it's what started me and. When I was doing like uh, the TV show or doing uh, movies, like it, 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 it suffered my stand-up for a while because I couldn't write. You know, you got to write and get into it and and really dedicate time to it. And uh, a, a couple years ago, I just I just stopped what I was doing, uh, everything else, and then uh, just got into to writing again and really fell in love with it all over again. Cool. And, uh, it's been so much fun on tour. Hey. Kevin, um, at, at the beginning of, of, of stand-up, when, when, when that first entered your life, were you uh, were you kind of nudged in that direction? Were people like, dude, you're funny. You should go do this. Or was this you? Did you drive yourself to go do it? Um, It was me, I think. I don't think people... I mean, I was always funny around my friends, kind of, but yeah. I was more of a shy kid. And uh, I, I kind of just... It was lack of anything else to do. I was, uh, <laughs> I was yeah. in college for sports man- management and my brother got in a stand-up, and he started doing stuff like that. And it was just, it, it, it was an easy way to not work for me, I thought. And then I fell in love with it, you know? Yeah, Kevin, I, I remember, so I remember your your, your brother, of a funny stand-up in his own right, a, a good comedic actor. And I remember you, and, and I know you, uh, was Eastside Comedy Club where you initially yeah. honed your stuff? I, I used to do, I, I was coming into that just in the final stages of Eastside Comedy Club with, the, I guess, people like Bob Nelson and Dave Hawthorne and uh, Rob Bartlett, those guys. 
the, sure. Yeah, so it was a great place, and I think there was that notion, because there was such a glut of comedy shows on around that era, that a lot of people go, well, let me take, a, take that out for a spin. And, and I think, yeah, I can see where you'd be motivated to give it a shot yourself. Without without a doubt. I love it. It was Richie Minervini's place. And yeah. Just so much fun uh, back in the day. I mean, Eddie Murphy was there. He, you know, this was before me, but... Uh, you know all all these greats that, that came through there. It was it, it was inspiring and it was just so much fun, man. I loved it. Did you ever play that place, Dixon's White House? No, that was before my time. Okay, but uh, that's where they all started, I, I guess. First, right? And yeah, by virtue of my the, my my name being Morrison, I was the, he would do put little plaques up on the wall, and my little plaque right. was up next to Eddie Murphy. Uh, I'm like, yeah. I'm going to stick with that. That's okay. Uh, but yeah, it was, awesome. it, it was, it was very cool. I wanted to to tell you something and just watching your stand up is, is so good. And I think there's something intrinsic because you're very physical too. And I was thinking of people like Sebastian Maniscalco and people who have, there's a, there's a singular way to approaching, um, his comedy, the way you do facial expressions, body movement figures so prominently into it. It's almost like a built in, um, lock or safety on your material from being liberated by anybody else. How did you develop your style? Right. Well, that's it. That's you know, it's like I'm a frustrated athlete, I guess. You know, and once that didn't pan out for me, I had to use the uh, the energy some other way. So it was like physicality and stand up, and that's they always are the ones that made me laugh the most. Uh, from Gleason, who yeah. you know, Jackie Gleason wasn't a stand up, but it was just such a. Uh, a big presence and and could move. That was really cool. And then, of course, it was, you know, Bob Nelson was great and 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 uh, Jim Carrey and just all those guys. It was just like, man, it it, it, it definitely struck a chord in me, and I and I loved it. You know, and so it's incorporating trying to you know the 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 funny material and 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 the physical movements and that that was it. No, it's 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 great. And you, I was just watching. I, I fell down a, a YouTube hole and I was watching a clip of. Of uh, Rogan, or Joe Rogan, um, basically celebrate, like saying, basically, you know, Kevin James, a real martial artist, and he was, I think, he was with Boss Rutan, I think it was, mm. uh, and and uh, they were talking about, you know, you're the real deal. I mean, you 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 wrestled in school, and you've always been physical. Did you wrestle with Mick Foley? I did. I I was a running back in in high school on on our football team, and they didn't have a heavyweight really, other than Mick. So there was nobody really to go with him and to get him better. So they they brought me on the team, and uh, I I was uh, I, yeah. Me and Mick would would roll all the time, uh, and I was I had like a I didn't know how to wrestle. I had a double leg takedown that was pretty strong. And I, if you didn't know how to defend against that, I would take you down. But soon after that, like, if you knew anything about wrestling, you would reverse me, and that was it. <laughs> well, you, 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 they, and they were saying this, that you're, you, you'll sort of deflect uh, the, the, um, the accolades that you get. But, uh, you know, you're, you're, uh, you were here uh, to promote Here Comes the Boom uh, in studio. And, um, you know, obviously you'd gotten into real good, good fighting shape there. But is it something you stick with on a... <laughs> On a daily basis? No, that's gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I wish I was lying when I said this, but I'm literally sitting right now. I, will, I, I should have Skyler send you guys a picture. Uh, I'm sitting outside of a physical therapy office right now <laughs> where I just, because I tore my bicep training for a, I've got a, a, a fight movie I start on, on Monday. Oh, it's oh, a no. really cool movie. 
but uh, my bicep training for it, and and we were uh, rehearsing. I tore it. I completely tore it. So it's completely black and blue now, and ripped up. And I've got to wrestle these massive guys and <sighs> these guys, literally on on Tuesday of next week. Dude, that's oh man, that's better now. That I'm sure. The answer to, am I in the shape from boom? No, I'm not. In the shape. <laughs> no, will you have to have surgery to? Will you have to have surgery to fix it? They said you if you have surgery, you have to do it within like two to three weeks. Uh, but I would we would have to shut the movie down, and oh, it's it's really it's it's amazing because you can still curl your arm and do a lot with your you know the other muscles, uh, and it's really more aesthetic you know about because it looks a little weird that it rolled up. Um, yeah. But, uh, other than that, they they say it's not worth getting. So uh, uh, listen, we're we're. Yeah, I'm so- not, I'm, we're we're a similar age, Kevin, and and, and I uh, my I, I, total respect because I threw my shoulder out turning a screwdriver the other day. <laughs> He's not kidding. I'm not kidding. I had to go to an orthopedic and a whole like literally turning a screw with a screwdriver. So the fact that you can get in there and mix it up with these guys, tremendous respect. Oh well, I appreciate that, but uh, it wasn't as sexy as it sounds. <laughs> it's moderately sexy. I have to compliment you, by the way, since the last time we we had you on, uh, that movie Becky came out. Yeah, and and you play a badass convict in straight up drama roles. You're damn good. Is there any inclination oh. to pursue that a little bit? I mean, you were you were menacing as well, f in that movie. This one is the same exact thing. I play a, a father. It's called Guns Up. I play a father uh, that's a really good father who's a, a cop who's just not making enough money at being a cop uh, to, to actually help his kids get into the school and stuff. And he has to moonlight, and he and he kind of works for the mob, and he's just a brawler. And he's and it's really uh, a, a badass movie, and it's 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 got a lot of you know it's like a little bit John Wick and a lot of fun too. Good, but it's it's. It's fun. It's 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 dramatic, and it's really it's a really cool movie that I'm I'm hoping to do more like that. So I'm glad you like that one. No, loved it, and it was it got great reviews. If you if you haven't seen it, it's called Becky, and it's just kind of a basically it's it's little little girl diehard against some some uh, some yeah. some badass psychopathic criminals, and you, and you're the lead, and yeah. and uh, yeah, man. I, to me, it's cool because honestly, what you can bring disarmingly to your comedy. If you port that over to a lunatic, it's very unnerving. It's very cool. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate that, man. Kevin, I love the fact that you've named your tour the Irregardless Tour. <laughs> um, and yeah. is is there a reason behind that uh, that non-word that you're using for the title? Because I was using it all the time. Like, I would say it, and people would say, you know, that's not a word. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I didn't know, so... <laughs> Uh, well, you're humble enough to to throw it out there in big bright letters now. Yeah, I yeah. love it. I might as well shine a light on it. <laughs> uh, did I see? So I, I know that uh, this is the first show of the, at least the 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 leg of the tour dates that I'm looking at uh, for your uh, for the Irregardless tour. But uh, I think you did a show in April, and did um, uh, Leah Remini come out for that? Uh, was April. Yeah, it says here, it says you did a stand-up show April 2023, and uh, Leah Remini, you guys kind of had a little bit of a reunion with her. I'm trying to think when we did this. Maybe uh, that's wrong. Philly? No, 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 it wasn't Philly. You, no, this was a, the uh, part of this tour, but it was, I, we assume it was part of this tour. And, and they, oh, we, oh, yeah. oh, oh, no, 
yes, I was. That was out in California. Yes, she okay. came out to one of my shows. That's what it was. Was that? And, uh, uh, I just announced her there. Oh, well, that's cool. And how how close do you guys remain uh, to this day? Oh, we're we're very close. I mean, you know, she's she's just the greatest. You know, uh, we certainly we never talk as much as we, uh, we I'd like to because we you know we're, we're, she's so busy and. And we're kind of, uh, you know, we live on opposite coasts, but we, we, you know, check in all the time. And uh, now I love her, man. She's just really good people and just the greatest. She really is. I uh, love her. I'd love to work with her. I love her so much. She, I think she's one of my favorite people in Hollywood, like yeah. overall out of anybody. Without a doubt, she's one of mine. She's, if not it, she's like literally the greatest. Well, you have you have such good chemistry. I remember when you you, you brought her on to Kevin Can Wait, and uh, mm. and it was it was sensational. There's something there that that you can't argue with, and you guys have it. Yeah, it didn't it didn't work on that show. Finally, yeah. when it would when it bailed out, but it's like it's it, it, she's just. I mean, she's so natural. She's um, she's just amazing. She really is. She's the best I've ever worked with. She's just that that good. She's so good, and she makes me better. Yeah, yeah, really that's does. cool. She's awesome. Kevin, speaking of uh, being made better, you know, Jerry Stiller just had a natural ability to make people laugh just by existing. Um, and when you were on set with him, uh, you know, was it, what was it like? I, he just seems to me like such a fascinating but uh, always hilarious guy. It was, it's exactly it. He's the sweetest man you'd ever, you know, ever, you could, you could, you would never imagine how sweet he is. It, like, he is incredibly sweet, incredibly funny. He's so not the guy who yells and, you know, you see him and, the, the, you know, he's just, and it was, you know, him and Anne, you know, uh, his wife was, they were just the most incredible people to have because she was so funny. He was there, you know, and he was, he's just always, Always wanted to work the craft. Always loved it. Always complimenting. Always building you up. Huh. Um, and again, nobody funnier when you're standing face to face. I couldn't. I couldn't hold it together. I mean, just because he'd be out of his mind. And he's so, so good at what he does. And every movement he does. You talk about a physical comedian. Yeah. yeah. He, he just had these body movements, whether he meant to do them or not. That would just floor you. Does that does that still remain in, uh, potential in your in your long game here? Another sitcom, or is it uh, stand up for a while now with some movies? I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. You know, it feels like uh, uh, you, you know I got tired of the sitcom, and people got tired of me in it too. It's like it's like one of those things where it's like you kind of done this for a while, uh, but I love it to be able to do that to bounce into a movie. Uh, and then and, and always continue to stand up and you know it's I'm really blessed with that so it's like I, I would never say no to another sitcom I loved it you know the the uh, the format of the you know the four camera and the audience there feels like it's not around anymore like it's hard to see it somewhere and it, it doesn't really to me it doesn't really work on Netflix and right. I don't know it's just a different different time and and it. it I would never say it's over. Over, who knows? You know, maybe it'll come back. So, guns up! If it, if everything, if, considering your your bicep injury and so on and so forth, when when might we expect this? Well, I, I don't even know. Like, we're literally just shooting starting Monday, so it's like uh, <laughs> maybe you know eight nine months after that. All right, all right. It sounds very intriguing, man. For it. I'm all right. excited. I'm also excited because my buddy Steve Monterano is uh, opening a restaurant, coming back to Philly. Ah. You know him from Cat- 
Cafe Martirano. He's awesome, man. He's got a place called, I don't know if it's Prime or something, but he makes amazing Italian food, Italian-American food, so check him out. Excellent. Done and done. All right, Friday, June 16th, so it's rapidly approaching, and uh, Kevin's going to be at the Academy of Music. Dude, it is great to catch up with you. Congrats on getting back out on the road, and good luck with everything, and we'll talk to you soon. Talk to you soon, guys, and thanks so much for everything. I really appreciate it. You guys are great. Anytime, about it. All right, Kevin James. Yeah. He's just Love best. that guy. He's just the, the best. All right, let's take a break. Casey, yeah. did we give everything away or do I have something? Dude, you have something huge give to give away. to the pipples. Uh, and as a matter of fact, I want to make sure. Uh, no, no, no. no, no, no that's not it. I have a uh, whole bunch of papers okay. here. While that, you're but... looking for that, I want to remind you that um, the Take Steps Walk. Nick, could you pull up that information oh, sure, for yeah. me real quick? The Take Steps Walk uh, for Crohn's and Colitis, the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. Uh, I have a team. It is coming up, and the event is, I will be hosting the event June 25th. It is a Sunday at Lincoln Financial Field. Mm, and it's awesome. be actually going down onto the field. There's all kinds of things that we have. Lots of music, lots of prizes, a great day, and obviously raising money uh, for Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. So, I have a team. We're called the Shark Breakers. <laughs> and if you would like to walk with my team, I would like you to sign up. You can go to WMMR.com. You can click on events, and you'll find... Uh, the link and all that to sign up. I'd love you to be a part of that event. My daughter has Crohn's, uh, so it's a, uh, a, a cause that's near and dear to me, but I would love to get a great team. So if you don't mind, get out, uh, on there and take a look and see if you can join us. All right, I now have it. Yes, Casey has given me this. A pair of same-day ride and water park tickets to Maury's Piers in Wildwood. So we can take call number 24 at 215-263-WMMR. You end up with unlimited rides on all three piers at Surfside, Mariners, and Adventure Amusement Piers. And uh, both big water parks, Ocean Oasis and Raging Waters. And it is this week's big friggin' deal. You can get one same-day ride and water park combo ticket to Morris Piers for just $70. And that's a $50 savings on each ticket. Nice. Mind you, supplies are limited. And you can get it through Sunday. Go to WMMR.com. Use the keyword deal in order to get that. We'll take all number 24. We'll set you up. We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. WMMR presents... The I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. Friday, June 16th, two locations in Oaks at the Greater Philadelphia Expo Center or South Philly at the Event Center inside Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia. Sign up now at WMMR.com. Donors get the newest Preston and Steve t-shirt, a window nation tote bag, ever fresh juice, and our sincere thanks for making a real difference in our community. Appointments are required, so secure your preferred time today at WMMR.com. The 18th annual I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive, benefiting the American Red Cross from 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. All right, a reminder, uh, today is National Donut Day, and Duncan dropped off some donuts for us, and you can swing by any Duncan and get a free classic donut of your choice with the purchase of any beverage while supplies last. And whether that's the time-honored glazed donut, that's a the classic. irresistible creamy Boston cream, or a delightful strawberry frosted with sprinkles, uh, every guest has a delicious reason to nab their free donut at Dunkin'. I don't know if you know it as well, but it's National Rocky Road Ice Cream Day. Oh. Yes, today. Very I don't good. know how they end up together, but they're not competing, donuts and ice cream. All right. Oh, no. You could have both. You could have a, a donut, or you could have some Rocky Road Ice Cream on top of a donut. There you go. That'd be pretty solid. That works a la mode. Yeah. What else in Rocky Road? I've forgotten. Rocky Road? 
is chocolate. It is a marshmallow. marshmallow. Yeah. Uh, peanuts, and, I believe. And sacri. Pavement. Yeah. And what? Sacri for paving. Uh, oh. they, yeah, yeah. Uh, Nick is looking up the ingredients. Oh, right behind you there. Uh, okay. Or in front of you. Uh, Chocolate-flavored ice cream. Uh, Variations from the original flavor. It traditionally comprises of chocolate ice cream, nuts, and whole or diced marshmallows. Marshmallows out of my ice cream. Yeah, I'm going to pass on this one. I mean, if like if it's if it's the only ice cream in the room, I'll eat it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But amongst the ice cream choices, probably uh, Nick's last call. You're sitting at the bar, Rocky Road's down at the end, smoking a cigarette. Yeah. Yeah. And then the lights come on, Steve, and you're like, oh god, let's go back to my uh, hotel room. But I am pretty horny. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) All right. What? Uh, and then, last thing I want to mention, we have a new Keenan's uh, video for Excellent. Daily Rush video. It is the Seagull Screech Off. Yes. I watched it last night. <laughs> it's great. Uh, the skill and determination collide when listeners compete to find the answer to what could be the world's most eternal question, do you sound like a seagull? <laughs> uh, so go to WMMR.com slash Daily Rush, and you can watch it. Sponsored by Xfinity Gig Speed Internet. Learn more at Xfinity.com. We're going to do the B-File. No. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Files. Brought to you by CSB Media Art Center, trained for a career in broadcast media, web development, social media marketing, and filmmaking at CSB Media Art Center in Cherry Hill. GoCSB.com. That's GoCSB.com. In Washington State, a boy was lucky to escape with only cuts to his head. After he actually fell down in a well. Wow. A crew from the fire district was called to St. Mary's Catholic Church. The 12-year-old victim reported that he had been standing on the well's concrete lid during recess when the concrete started to collapse, causing him to plummet into the hole. Uh, The well is next to a pump house in a field behind the church. Firefighters arrived and found the boy partly underwater and unable to touch the bottom. Uh, he was holding onto a plastic pipe about 20 feet down the well. Wow. He could have been attacked by chuds. He could have. Yeah. Uh, though he had a few cuts on his head, the boy was awake and able to follow firefighters' instructions. A helmet and a life vest were lowered Man. down uh, for him to wear, or wear during the rescue uh, while firefighters monitored the air quality inside the well. It's crazy uh, how much of those 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 things are out there with very flimsy coverings on them. You hear occasionally people falling down to these things that they walking across a field and just happen to... Hit the wrong spot. To get the boy out, firefighters first had to carefully remove the rest of the crumbling concrete well cover, which was connected to chains at the top of the well. They also created a rope system to pull him out, but he ended up just using a ladder that they lowered down there, and he was okay. I have a question about wells. Yes. If you have well water in yes. your house, because I've known people that have, but I've never asked this question, that is filtered. You do have a filter. Oh, yeah. Before yeah, it gets you to. to you, right? We had one, yeah. And, okay. uh, and when I lived in Phoenixville, we had to have one, and uh, the pressing we sort of installed, like, the top of the line one. It was the best water I've ever had, like out of a faucet in my life. How often did you have to clean out the filter? Once a year. System. Okay. Yeah. All right. It was a Culligan. Okay. Hey, Culligan man. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, a Canada's Wonderland fan. It's an amusement park. Uh, is less than pleased following an unfortunate collision between the Leviathan roller coaster and a bird. Herbert Zoo. <laughs> boarded the coaster right after eating lunch and sat in the front row. He said, there happened to be a single slot available, and I remember thinking I didn't know if I would love the front row since the wind is so hard on your face. At the peak of one of the coaster's loops, who says that the coaster collided with a bird, which he says seemed to be a pigeon. He said, I looked down, and I saw blood on my hands and my face. 
There was a feather on my hand and feathers on the girl next to my my shirt. God. He said it seemed like the coaster car hit the bird and then sort of exploded on us. <laughs> this is a Fabio moment. Yeah. A representative for Canada's Wonderland confirmed the incident, saying that a guest had reported an incident with a bird on the Leviathan roller coaster. The condition of the bird is unknown. It's crazy, man. When they get they they they, they do detonate. When I took uh, one of those NASCAR ride-alongs at the Poconos Raceway, yeah, our car hit a bird and it just detonated. Oh, sure, it's gone. Yeah. Did you see the footage of the girl who was on a slingshot and one of those? Yeah, shoot you into the and air. The and she hit the seagull. Yeah. Yeah. It's like in her face and her neck, and she's like, ah, God! <laughs> Who said some blood and also splattered in the row behind him, adding that Canada's Wonderland staff weren't very attentive to the issue until the coaster riders flagged a ride operator. He said, I asked for wipes, and they gave us those brown disposable paper towel rolls like you see in industrial schools. I wound up just washing it off in the bathroom as best I could. Uh, he said, we probably could have made a bigger deal about it, but uh, at the same time, the kids who work at the park seemed like they had no idea what to do, and that might be an issue. No injuries of the guests were reported. Parents and students of an Illinois high school are upset after the school distributed more than 600 graduation stoles to the seniors, but they had an unfortunate <laughs> misspelling on them. Oh, what makes matters worse is that the mistake wasn't noticed until after some of the students attended their graduation ceremony. So they got all the way yeah. through the ceremonies before anybody realized it. Yasir Bilal, a newly graduated student from Rich Township High School, described the moment when his family noticed the gaffe as he walked across the stage, pointing out that the word graduate was spelled uh, graditate. <laughs> <laughs> you done graditate. You done graditated. Oh, I can cipher real good. Uh, they, I know my gazintas. They could have checked before the ceremony, he said, but uh, they made 600-plus of them. All of them were spelled wrong. Come on. Congratulated. Come on. In a letter to community members, the high school admitted that they never checked the stoles beforehand and said that they are trying to make amends by photoshopping the misspelled word from the graduation pictures. <laughs> Uh, the school went on to say that the replacement sashes with correct spellings have been received and will be mailed to the graduates with their diplomas. Julie Jerkoff, you've graduated. Uh, parents still expressed frustrations, including one who said the damage is done. Do we have the Julie Jerkoff? Of course. Clip? Like my, I, it's just the absolute <laughs> best. Uh, <laughs> it's so good. Hang on, I'm not. I'm not going anywhere until we until we hear this. Hang on a second. Here we go. We should be playing it a lot. Julie Jerkoff, forgive me, Kirkoff. <laughs> what was on her mind? Uh-huh. <gasps> Julie Jerkoff, forgive me, Kirkoff. <laughs> I'd love to talk to her. Uh, yes. <laughs> who, the lady yeah. who said it or yeah. Julie Jerkoff? No, the lady who said it. <laughs> One more time. Oh, uh, yep. Julie Jerkoff, <laughs> forgive me, Kirkoff. And poor Julie. Uh, Julie, from now on forward, her friends. <laughs> Julie, aggressive fisting. Excuse me. Uh, all of her friends have to call her Julie Jerkoff. Of course. Julie Jerkoff. Yeah. Forgive me, Kirkoff. Poor so Julie. She was, and she was just like, you could see the, the color rush out of her face. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, one last story, and then we will wrap it up. We will end with this one. Uh, a woman in North Carolina was able to capture two venomous snakes having sex, likely saving the lives of her dogs who were hanging out nearby. So the dogs are watching the snakes get it on, and they're venomous. They were, they, I think they were copperheads. Oh, so the now, watching us? Uh, <laughs> the now viral video shows the woman enjoying a peaceful afternoon, taking her dogs out when she spots the snakes mating in her backyard. 
Local th- authorities warn oh, yeah. <laughs> that more venomous snakes will appear as the weather gets hotter, so keep an eye out for these critters. Uh, it is pivotal to the health of humans and pets you know what? I, alike. I'm not quite sure how snakes. Yeah, I don't, I don't know where the uh, I don't know where the genitals yeah. are and how, how do they, they go out for drinks? Yeah, I had uh, I witnessed and videotaped wasps doing it. Right? How would how would do these snakes do it? Is the question. Although you know, if you were to watch the video, uh, I'm pretty sure they were do- having sex, but they could have been fighting the wasps. Yeah, do it. Okay. Did, so it didn't specifically say they were getting it on. Well. No, it was my video okay. that I took myself. It oh. was in my driveway. Oh, uh, you've so never showed this. To did him. you ask them what they were doing? It's on my. <laughs> we're humping. I put it on my social media. I put it on my Instagram. Oh. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, to me, it looked like they were getting it on. All right, <laughs> wasps, man. Even the wasps do it. All right. <laughs> that is all I have in the Bizarre File. Let us take a break. Come back, and uh, we'll do the lesson question, trash, and music news. So make sure you hang out. We'll be back in a minute. for a ride in the car? Our tail is so wagging right now. Take us along with the MMR app. It's Apple CarPlay and Android compatible, which means we get to sit in the dashboard screen. We'll even send you notifications if you want. Download it and try it now. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Stephen only sells real natural earthborne diamonds. Well, you're right, but Stephen will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earthborne diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. I haven't said no sad bro one time. And you what? know, we haven't done this either. Hang on a second. Yeah. No sad bro. 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 Our Friday theme, of course, where there is zero sad, only good. We're heading into... Um, Good looking weather weekend is hot today, 93, full on summer sensation. And then uh, tomorrow, 71. Uh, so, you know, back to more normal temps. And then uh, Sunday's looking great, about 80 degrees in sunshine. We're going to give away a lesson question prize. It is a pair of tickets as MMR presents Rival Sons and the Record Company with Starcrawler. And that show is uh, tomorrow, by the way, at Franklin Music Hall. So the question that we will ask you is, yeah, let's do it. It was just a little while ago, but which fictional band is not playing the MMR? Uh-huh. 
215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know. It's a, it's a name that I messed up earlier yeah. this morning. What fictional band is not playing the MMRBQ this year? 215-263-WMMR. If you know, you better call right now. The trash business is a goldmine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, let's get right to it, Steve. What's got for us today? Well, 73-year-old Jay Leno says he has absolutely no plans to retire anytime soon. Leno says he's an old-style showman who loves the smell of the grease paint, the roar of the crowd, and a constant flow of cash from a steady stream of embarrassing jobs. <laughs> hey! Robert Anglin telling Variety that he would absolutely consider playing the iconic Freddy Krueger again in another Nightmare on Elm Street movie. The 75-year-old Anglin says uh, that because he's on blood thinners, the blades on Freddy's gloves would have to be replaced with sporks. <laughs> oh, my God. And finally, it began in early April 2023, and word is that the romance between Kylie Jenner and Timothy Chalamet is going strong. In fact, Chalamet recently told a friend that he was in love with Kylie, calling her the, quote, realest artificial person he has ever known. <laughs> and that's your heart Alright, let's go to the phone, see if someone knows the answer to this. Which fictional band is not playing at the MMRBQ this year? And our caller is Scott that we're going to go to. <laughs> hey, Scott, how you doing, man? Yo, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm, I'm doing well. I need to know which fictional band is not playing the MMRBQ this year, please. Oh, no kid. I'm sorry? What's that? Sorry, one more time. I'm in the middle of work. Okay. <laughs> uh, sorry. I'm right, you. Which fictional band is not playing the MM barbecue this year? Dirty Finger. Dirty yeah. Finger. Yeah. Hang on, Scott. And Where's we're, he working? We're going to give you a pair of tickets as MMR presents Rival Sons, the record company, uh, with Starcrawler, Saturday, June 3rd. That's tomorrow, Franklin Music Hall. Tickets are on sale now via AXS.com. Text word concerts to 39333 for a link uh, to the MMR concert calendar and complete details. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Uh, I mentioned, didn't I mention? No, I didn't. Uh, I'll say you this mentioned it now. Well, I was going to say something else. I was I was getting the revivalist and the record company mixed up with each other. I just mentioned it in that other thing. Uh, uh, but I'll, I'll circle back to the revivalist in a moment. I want to begin with this, though. Green Day is reportedly hard at work on its next album. Um, it's tentatively titled 1972, uh, the year that all the band members were born and is expected out in early 2024. Solid State Logic posted the band is holed up with their longtime producer, Rob Capello, uh, for a long-awaited follow-up to 2020's Father of All Mother Effers collection. So this will be J-Day. Yeah. Alanis Morissette shared that uh, she will release a vinyl version of her 2005 Greatest Hits album, The Collection. Nice! And it includes songs that she recorded in between 1995 and 2005. Some are well-known singles and several are soundtrack selections. Five songs from her 1995 debut number one album, Jagged Little Pill, appear on the set, including You Ought to Know, Ironic, and You Learn. Uh, of course, that album earned her five Grammy Awards. The project will be available August 25th as two LPs on black vinyl with a transparent grape vinyl version available exclusively from Target. And there will also be a crystal clear version at local <laughs> indie retail. All I said was Target. I hear <laughs> Uh, Alanis made the announcement on her 49th birthday uh, yesterday, by the way. 
Coming on July 14th is Brian May's box set. Brian May plus Friends Starfleet Project, 40th Anniversary Edition. And the material is called from the his brief sideband with the late, great Edward Van Halen. So I've long raved about this uh, this thing that they did together. It's the theme from this animated Japanese series called Starfleet. I remember you telling and us about And that song is sensational and it has awesome solos in it. They're both cranking away. It's awesome. Uh, in April 1983, over two days at L.A.'s record plant, the band featuring Queen drummer Roger Taylor on backing vocals, Rod Stewart bassist Phil Chen, Ariel Speedwagon drummer Alan Gratzer, and Alice Cooper keyboardist Fred Mandel recorded a long out-of-print EP that's the center of the new major expanded box set. Is it, Steve, is it Queen-like? Does it sound like it, a Queen well, uh, song? Or? It has, yeah, there's an element of that to it, um... Yes, yeah, there's vocals, and it's sort of uh, lofty, and I, see if it's, it's, I have to yeah. believe you have two very distinctive guitar sounds right. in Brian May and Eddie Van Halen. I bought the freaking album. And I, I have to believe that you would be able to clearly hear their sounds, because Brian May just has a signature sound with his, you know, his guitar, Big Red. And obviously, Eddie, you know, you, you know that sound of his uh, guitar when you hear it as well. It's very kinetic. It's moving. It's, uh, you know, uh, it's, I, I love it. Uh, so, Brian May. Maybe no one else does, but I do. Wrote in the liner notes, we're going to give you everything, every take of every song, the things that went wrong, the laughing, the finding new things to do. But it won't just be a remaster. We've rescued everything from the original multi-tracks, every detail magnificently remixed and more. And you'll hear every take from the historic 1983 sessions plus fragments of conversations, outtakes, and musical experimentation. I'm, I might want to check into this. He said yeah. it's been very exciting to open up the vault and find these tapes where, in the blink of an eye, I'm trading licks with my friends, including the fantastic Ed Van Halen. It's highly emotional, especially since Ed is sadly no longer around. We have since also lost Phil, so the rest of us cherish these fleeting moments together. Well, the day had come, but after a decade, Billy Joel has finally announced he will be ending his monthly residency at New York's Madison Square Garden. What, 150 shows? Yep. The final show will co- coincide with his 150th career performance at the arena, July 2024, at the press conference at Madison Square Garden, which included comments by Mayor Eric Adams. Billy said, I'm kind of flabbergasted that it lasted as long as it did. My team tells me that we can continue to sell tickets. But he said, I don't know, 150 shows, 10 years. It's like, all right, already. (laughs) Uh, Regarding the well-publicized scale of his Long Island estate, Billy promised fans that he's not leaving New York. He said, I'm just spending a little more time down in Florida, like all Jewish guys do from New York City. (laughs) That's true. So it's really not that much news. He said it keeps selling and people keep coming and people keep buying tickets. Um, and so he said, now I'm 74, I'll be 75 next year. So it seems like a nice number. So it's going to be 150 shows. And he can always come back and play shows. 75 years old. Uh, Newsday reported uh, Billy Joel became the Garden's first ever music franchise in December 2013 when he announced the residency. Love the song. Which started in January 2014, and he has played monthly at MSG since sends the pandemic lockdown. His residency performances have totaled 90 to date with 136 career performances overall. How many times have you seen him, Kathy? You saw him with Elton John, right? A couple times? I did. Or just once? Uh, no, I saw a yeah. couple times, yeah. I don't know how many times exactly. I've only seen him twice. Although you didn't ask me that. 
Maybe You're three asking. or four. Casey, how many times have you seen him? Oh, thank you for asking, Steve. Uh, seen him twice. Uh, once with Elton John and then once by himself. Uh, right. uh, once at the vet and the other time with Kathy. At Citizens Bank Park. Uh, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You, you were dating at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, we, did we sit next to each other? We, we, were, in the, each we other. were in a suite together. Hold on, Marissa. Yeah. Okay, so then that would be like... I was there, too. Yeah. <laughs> you don't remember it all, do you? sweet. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> that, she must have been doing shrooms the, that night. Well, I remember sitting outside at Citizens Bank Park. Mm. Uh, I remember sitting front row where I touched a shoe. Yeah. No, yeah it was me, this is concert Elton, amnesia, just like Taylor Swift. Well, was, Elton John, and then I guess this time. It was me, you, Marissa, my brother, David Faustina was there. Yeah. <laughs> and Tim <laughs> Daly. And Tim Wait, Daly. tell us about when you touched his shoe. Uh, so I was friends with a girl that I worked with. We were lifeguards at the pool. Her uncle was the sound tech for Billy Joel. And you know how they would swap out yeah. tickets. and. Yeah. Or Follow so me, I'm going to get you to touch a shoe. Yeah, no, so so they put us in, in the front row, and wow. uh, he was, I did it just to say I touched his shoe while he was performing. Like, he was right there. I was right up against the stage, and I just kind of, like, poked to the top of his shoe, and I was like, I touched his shoe. Wow. Did he react at all? No, no, that was he also the... Stop that. Yeah. I tell the story all the time, but it was it was when we saw they had to push him back on stage to do uh-huh. Piano Man at the he end because bombed. and he had the white I mean sorry the the blue and the red solo cup and the guy told me he goes watch which one he drinks out of I forget which was which but one was vodka one was water right. I've never seen him whoa <laughs> but two weeks from tonight he's at the link with Stevie Nicks and uh, that's the same day as the blood drive but I'd really like to go I've never you should go it's yeah. a sing along you, yeah. you know all the words all the songs and it's that type of show you know you just you, you love it no matter what I'll never forget it concert many years ago this young lady touched my shoe <laughs> and I understand she's the queen of Philadelphia now <laughs> I don't think he remembers anything from that show uh, and then... Uh, God, one... I wish I remembered the sweet <laughs> show. One more story, and then we're going to play a clip of the, the Brian May Van Halen ah, song. Cool. Uh, our next MM Archive session uh, is uh, with the Revivalist, and it plays today at 2 o'clock. Peter's I'm looking forward to this. Uh, so he'll probably uh, hit that again when he comes in here, but 2 o'clock today you'll be able to hear that uh, performance and conversation with the Revivalist. All right, let's hear a little bit of this um, uh, song with uh, Brian May and Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> yes. Time. You know what he does? He, 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 okay, so Casey and I are on the same side of the board. I see the same things that he does. And when I glance over to this piece of equipment called the Box Pro that has these pieces of audio in it, it's labeled Starfleet, Brian May, and Eddie Van Halen. And it's queued up. And then you hit the button. No, this is oh, the actual thing. Oh, it actually thing, yeah. is it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what I do is I take the, the audio file and I copy it and then you I paste it. <laughs> All right, this, I, this may not be here. We're no, this, start, this is it. Coming. Coming. Right, right, right. No. Yeah. <laughs> I bet that's Roger Taylor saying. You wouldn't play this for me, and I would. I, yeah. I wouldn't say, "Oh, that's Brian May." Right. So, You'll hear later. They go into their so. 
Yeah, that's 80s. Yeah, oh no, my God. Marissa, she sent over uh, the solos. A, oh, hang on a second. My bad. There we go. All right, here we go. Ready? Yep. No. Ah, uh, you're going gonna... to. All right, for reals, here's the... All right, here we go. It's a different version. So the one... It's going into the solo there. Much of a solo there. Nah, no. It's a different version. There we go. Eddie. Yeah. That's uh, distinctively then, Edward. Brian comes in with his uh, his sound. Wow. All right, well, that. And then Josh uh, Groban starts singing. That, that, uh, at that point, Josh Groban just. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that. You raised me Every now and then I think about that Mark Summers shut the F up and just, <laughs> and just giggle. Like oh. Dunkle Dare. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, you've been there. You know, you have been hosting events with some inebriated oh, people yeah. sitting up front. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. a nice exchange with uh, Mark Summers yesterday. He uh, just got back from Morocco. And uh, I re- next time we talk to him, I, I want to hear all about his trip. He's a worldly known good guy. He is. Yeah. And a world traveler. Yeah. He's been to some pretty cool places. Shut the f- up. All right. We will. And we will break. And come back in a moment. We'll wrap up the program when we return. Stay with us. Teachers rock. And MMR feels they deserve special recognition. That's why Preston and Steve are looking for the coolest teacher at your high school. It's not a pop quiz, but we will need you to vote. Tune in at 615 when Preston and Steve select at random one area high school. Students from that school will have 24 hours to vote for their coolest teacher at PrestonandSteve.com. Preston and Steve's Coolest Teacher, weekdays at 6.15. Sponsored by Five Below. Hot stuff, cool prices. 93.3 WMMR. Class dismissed. We're doing a couple of thank yous. I would like to thank the Pituation for coming by this morning. Hey! Hey! Uh, Pitch. Pitch is uh, doing the uh, video game, or not video game, game show marathon. Yes. Um, and they raised $10,000 doing it last time. And I called it. They literally play classic and obscure game shows from television. They do it for 24 hours. It starts noon tomorrow, goes till noon on Saturday. Each one gets an hour. Yep. And they uh, they have fun doing it, and they raise funds. And you can go to gameshowmarathon.com uh, to be a part of that. Thank you to uh, Justin Collette from Beetlejuice. 
nice guy. Beetlejuice is at the Academy of Music now through the 11th. And, uh, yeah, he was great. We had a nice little chat with him. And uh, Casey says, go see the show. It's fantastic. And then we had Kevin James. Hey! And he is doing stand-up. It's called the Irregardless Tour <laughs> uh, at the Academy of Music as well. And that's June 16th. And you can go to KimmelCulturalCampus.org to get tickets for that or tickets for Beetlejuice as well. We're losing another intern. I, I don't like this. It's that time of year. They Make it stop. Just right when they become really close to us, they <sighs> sail out of here. But they're on to bigger and better things, I would imagine. Uh, and intern Eric hey, is hey. about to leave us. Hi, Eric. Hello. How you doing? All right, actually. Are you a little sad? A little. Okay. But it's Friday, so... No, no sad, sad bro. No sad, bro. Yes, right. most definitely. In the, absolutely. Finding out a little bit about you with the audience here. Uh, where did you go to school? So I went to Upper Moreland High School, and then I went to Montgomery County Community College. I dual enrolled there, and now I'm currently, I'm still at Temple right now. Okay, how much longer do you have to go? About a year and a half from what okay. I understand. So I still have some... I still have some miles to go. A lot okay. of times we get people who are, had, this is the last the end. part yeah. of what they're doing, the, like the, the last couple of interns we say goodbye to. Um, so you did the community college route and then the uh, university. How did you like taking uh, that uh, path? Um, it worked out financially very well. Yeah. Saved, okay. saved me some money. It's a um, smart idea and a lot of people don't consider it. But yeah. it's also, too, where I got my student radio start because I did Monaco Radio. Yes. Did that and then Transfer Temple got involved at their student radio program. So I think... Really, it was a it was a life changing decision, I would say, because it also eventually led to me coming here, which yeah. has been a once in a lifetime opportunity. So nice. it worked out. Well, you've been great. I mean, honestly, yeah. you, your your cluster, uh, you know, of of interns has been phenomenal. And we we listen. There was a lot that was asked, especially as we we're coming out of uh, COVID and and the camp out and all that stuff. And you were sort of asked to uh, go above and beyond, and you guys de- consistently delivered. So we really appreciate all that you did for us. Oh, thank you. I greatly appreciate it. What what uh, kind of stands out as an experience that you had while you were here? Anything? So I, I've been actually been thinking about this question because I thought I was going to get asked it. There's a <laughs> couple, I have a couple of different answers. If I'm going to go out of studio, like stuff we didn't do here or with the show, I really enjoyed uh, Food Trucks and Fireworks. Oh, yeah. Ah. That's specifically because that's what a majority of you met my dad, okay. um, who was also at Keenan's recently. Um, he was really the one that kind of pushed me to do this. Oh. Um, so it was really, and he's been listening to you guys for years. So That's for right. that to come around <laughs> full circle to find, I literally, I wasn't going to go that day. That was camp out week. I had schoolwork to do. I find out and I find out everyone's going to be there. I'm like, all right, well now I need to go. Cause yeah. he needs to meet everyone. That was like one of the goals I had when I got here. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I'd say probably in show, like in studio stuff. Um, the day that. Allison Bree, Dave Franco, and T.J. Miller were all guests because <laughs> I love Community and I love the Deadpool movies. So to me, Annie from Community and Weasel from Deadpool in the same day basically made my entire internship for <laughs> That's yeah. awesome, yeah. Hey, since your internship began, uh, how much weight have you lost? So I have lost, I haven't weighed myself in a couple of weeks. I've been a little a little naughty recently. Yeah. Just so if they've been Memorial Day weekend, everything just passed, but... When I started, so I started Weight Watchers back in January, and since then I have lost, I believe at the most it was, I think it was 28 pounds. Wow. I, I started Weight Watchers at 220, and I had dropped a little bit yeah. um, before I started that, but since then my lowest I was at 192. I love, uh, nice. You did it with like everybody in your family. You guys were all doing it at the same time and motivating one another. Yeah, it was It was a really It was really nice. Um, like my sister, for example, she's been doing like uh, you know, meal preps and all that stuff, so it's been a very very awesome experience. Yeah. It feels really good. If, cool. you can, if you can do a weight loss program with someone that you live with, yeah. it's a lot easier. Yeah. It's so much 
easier. All right, ma'am. Well, good luck. You've been a great intern. We appreciate all the help. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. I'm, right. I'm, I'm going to miss it, but, you know. We got everyone's got things to do, so and you got to yeah. sleep in now and then. Yeah, that's gonna be nice. <laughs> and I'm yeah. not gonna consider this a goodbye. This is a this is a au revoir. Yeah, a farewell for now. All, All right. right, I like I'll that. See you later. Absolutely. All right, thank you, Eric. Bye. Yeah, goes bye bye. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, good. I, I remember playing catch with him in the backyard. Oh and, uh, man, just like yesterday. <laughs> like yesterday, so fast. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Pierre Robert is here. Are you leaving today too, uh, Pierre? I'm going. With Eric. We got a Subaru and we're going to cross country. Oh, that. We, we got to be in Vegas tomorrow morning. Okay. Yeah, you so can do it. got it packed up and ready to go. Just don't stop in Kentucky. Right. We're not stopping in Kentucky. All right. <laughs> All right. Very good. Ready to rock. All right. Uh, Mother effer. <laughs> shall we rock the letter of the day? You got it. Mother effer. All right. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right. The President Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter. V as in victory. Yes. And we'll mother effer. Caller 6, mother effer, at 215-263-WMMR. See if you know the word of the week. Caller number 6. So give us a call right now. Um, it's going to be a hot one today. You got like sweat set set up or anything oh, like yeah. that? A great right. sweat set. I've got a little pride sweat set coming up. Excellent. Uh, we've got some great rockers uh, uh, who are rainbow in variety of ways. So I thought that'd be fun to do. Yeah. Uh, our listener Tucker, our blind listener, suggested it yesterday. I go, that's a great idea. I saw Tucker at Keenan's. Yeah. Uh, I didn't get a chance. I know he's blind. <laughs> well, we always say good to see you, and, then, and he'll say, well, yeah, that's one of us. That's great to see you. Yeah. I, it's so uh, natural. I, I to say that. Yeah. Around, yeah, yeah, and then you say, nice to see you, and they go, oh, F. Um, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> Should and we then, say nice to smell you? Yeah. Or, yes. you know, I don't know. Yeah. Something like that. Um, uh, but anyway, he suggested that, so that's a great idea. Yeah, I thought yeah. it would be fun. Uh, cool. so we, you know, we got Elton and a few more things, uh, a couple of fun ones in there. So we'll get that going shortly. We will have... Uh, that, um, well, Workforce Box will be, rev- uh, will be Rival Sons. I almost did what you did. Mm-hmm. The Rival Dirty Sons. Finger. <laughs> and we have Dirty Finger, a yes. huge block of Dirty Finger today. Uh, their debut album just came out. It's called, uh, Really Dirty. Uh, and then the next one will be Even More Dirty. Um, but, uh, we'll have Rival Sons and Record Company. Both those bands are at the Electric Factory tomorrow evening. Or Franklin Factory or whatever it's called. Now. Uh, and uh, it's called the Dirty Finger Factory. Uh, and then we'll also have a block of John Mellencamp. One of the great ones is uh, at the Kimmel tomorrow, uh, which uh, I'm so torn because I love the record company, Rival Sons, but I also love John Mellencamp. Yeah. Do both of them. How, I can, how can I do both of them? Hey, By the way, Dirty Finger Factory is a better name than Dirty Finger. Oh, yeah. Like band. Band, band, I like, I like yeah. Dirty Finger Factory. Yeah. Right. BFF. Oh, and we will have uh, the Revivalists uh, archive session at 2 p.m. Cool. Action-packed. It's going to be very cool. Looking forward to it. Everyone was raving about it. All right. uh, We do indeed have caller number six, and it is Brittany. Hi there, Brittany. (laughs) 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 All right. Brittany, what's our word of the week, please? Rev. Rev. Revivalist. Yes. 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 All right, Britt. Uh, we are going to give you a... a... Oh, Rev. Rev. A Dad's uh, Steak Package. Dad's Want Steak Package from Omaha Steaks, and it includes Butcher's Cut Top Sirloins, Omaha Steaks Burgers, Gourmet Jumbo Franks, Omaha Steak Seasoning, and more. So congratulations, Brittany. Thank you. 
Thank you. All right, hang on. We'll get your information, and don't forget, it's what Dad really wants. Omaha Steaks, perfectly aged, always tender, and guaranteed delicious. You can use the promo code MMR, <laughs> WMMR, that is, at checkout, and you get $30 off of your order. Minimum order may be required. Uh, let us thank our sponsors. The Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by Duncan. The Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan, and thank you to Duncan for all the donuts today. Oh, tremendous. National Donut Day. Stop by your local Duncan, and you get a free classic donut of your choice with the purchase of any beverage while supplies last. Also brought to you by Trinity Rehab. Locations all over and now opening King of Prussia. Trinity-Rehab.com. Next week on the program, we got lots. Uh, Joey McIntyre of New Kids on the Block cool. will be joining us. I like that. Uh, Taryn Hatcher from NBC Sports Philadelphia will be in our studio. A uh, comedian Ian Bag. Hey, we've had love him here Ian Bag. Yep. Uh, David Kettner is stopping by. Awesome. And our buddy Michael Barkan is coming by too. So we got a lot of things next week. That is it. We are done. Ray John, have a great sweaty day and a wonderful weekend. And we'll see you later, gang. Bye bye. When you save on auto insurance for driving safe with USAA SafePilot, you'll feel like a big deal. Even in a traffic jam. Save up to 30% with USAA SafePilot. Restrictions apply.